Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Friday, January the 1st, 2021, and welcome to the very first uh, very first WCWUS Radio Network program, as we welcome you to episode 932 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWUS Radio Network, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWUS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment as filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, who is, of course, King NWO Gerard T. Smith. And the Iceman, Jared Drama will, of course, be our friends, as always, at 411mania.com. Uh, we have not heard anything from the human suplex machine, John Gross, to see if he is going to be on with us here tonight. So in the event that he does not arrive, ladies and gentlemen, I will be taking care of your wrestling history and birthdays here as well. We also hope to have a few more folks, of course, pop in here, of course, a little bit later here in the show, and we'll keep you informed about that. 
But in the meantime, if you wish to join us here, of course, as we talk about everything going on in the world of wrestling, and of course, a lot of other topics may also pop up as well. But if you care to join us here as well, please feel free to, of course, as always, to give us a call here. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138-055-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on any, anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight. Which, of course, as always, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we will, of course, be bringing you, of course, our thoughts and opinions on what is tech, what, on any results that we do have coming in, of course, for tonight's edition of Friday Night SmackDown. <clears throat> we also, of course, uh, hope to hear from Danny, either, either Danny from Oak Park and or the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds here this evening. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you, of course, you may have some fun stuff coming up here. On, of course, like I said, the first for the first day of the year, we may have be doing some fun things here. Of course, here tonight. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be bringing you, of course, an update here and the official results, of course, of the three poll matches that we have we've had up for the past week on the WCWS Pay Per View Prediction Center page. We will, of course, reveal those here this evening as well. As we get ready, as we get started here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, it is 8.55 p.m. Eastern Time on, like we said, Friday, January the 1st, 2021. Let us see what we have here, of course, in terms of any wrestling news, of course, coming in here, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. And, of course, uh, as I said, of course, in 2020, I will say it here in 2021. We, as always, thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCWS Radio Network to read their stories on all of our shows here, of course, and including, of course, right here, of course, on Revolution, as well as, of course, on Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, <clears throat> as well as Power Hour and WCWS this morning. Let's go ahead here, of course, bring you the first story here, of course. Of the new of the of the new year in the radio network, of course, on Talk Shoot, uh, Jeremy Thomas has this story. As we have a very kind of a I hate to start off on a on a on a not so bright moment, but I need to. But this is something we do need to bring up in case anyone has not heard that Mick Foley, sadly, ladies and gentlemen, has tested positive for the virus that has been plaguing us here. Ever since, of course, 2020, of course, I will not say the name of it, of course, but as the, that, that had, the, the virus that has, of course, been causing the pandemic. Mick Foley is the last member of the wrestling industry to be test positive for the virus, revealing his diagnosis today. The WWE Hall of Famer posted to Twitter to reveal that he tested positive for the virus after conducting a virtual signing that took place on December the 12th. Foley noted that he, he only had two people in the room and they were both masked, but he took his mask off so he can do a better job during the signing. He said one of the two men in the room told him that he tested positive after experiencing symptoms and that he got tested himself, unfortunately testing positive. Foley noted that he's been in a hotel room by himself and missed Christmas and New Year's with his family. He did add, so I won't people to take this very seriously. I know that some will get kind of a kick out of the contracting the virus 
after being so adamant about wearing masks and social distancing, I did. I did my best. I, you know, I could have done better. I could have done no appearances, but I did cut back dramatically. I did four virtual signings, two reality shows, two personal appearances, a commercial, and one WWE event for The Undertaker's retirement in almost 11 months. So I cut back dramatically. I had 12 pandemic tests done and tried to take it as seriously as I could. <sighs> but it's bad stuff. And I hope all of you will take it very seriously. There's a vaccine and better days on the horizon, but there's still some tough days ahead. Please continue to wear your mask. Of course, I am still not doing that. Social distance, of course, I've been doing that before all this started. And avoid travel if you can. And I, of course, I didn't do that much travel. And hopefully we'll, we'll look back on 2021 as a much better year than 2020. Wishing all you the very best and hoping all your days will be nice. <clears throat> uh, Mick Foley did post this, of course, on his Twitter account today. I tested positive for the virus following a, following a December virtual signing and have been isolated in a hotel room for the past 18 days. Please continue to take this virus seriously. Mask up, social distance, and look out for one another. Wishing you all a, a happy, healthy new year. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as I have just got through saying, is that personally, like I said, while, while I understand that this is very, very important, like I said, I have, I have not... Uh, the reason why I have explained, of course, the reason why I do not wear a mask is because I do have a breathing condition. However, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I do keep my hands clean. I do keep myself clean. And, of course, on occasion, very rarely, I'm on occasion, I may wear a face shield. But I do not wear a face mask. And I am not still not going to comply with, with any of that. And, of course, they can say whatever they want to say. I will not do so. Uh, anyway, our next story here, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Thomas has this story. As Nick Aldis has talked about updates on NWA coming soon and also promises that NWA power will be back this year. Nick Aldis knows that there are fans out there who want news of when the NWA is coming back, and he says the news will be coming soon. Aldis was on a recent episode of Keeping It 100 with Conan, and company and discuss the status of NWA power, his own contract status with the company and more. Here are some highlights. And we do keep a court. We, we do of course also give credit to the keeping it 100 with Conan podcast for this, uh, for this interview on the status of NWA power. Uh, no, the reality is that the UWN primetime live thing is not an NWA product. Power, yeah, NWA Power is ours. That's our flagship, you know. And, dude, that's coming back in 2021. On when fans can expect to hear more about the NWA's plans, Nick Aldis said, I can't speak on it too much. And I know this is like a super cliche that happens a lot in wrestling where it's, oh, watch this space. we got a big thing coming up. we got some really good news on the NWA front, which I'm hoping the next few weeks we'll be able to share with everyone. Everyone who's been asking over and over what's been going on with the NWA. When are you guys coming back? When are you going to be making new content? Stay with us because we've, we've figured out we've got something really cool coming up on the horizon. And that's going to satisfy everyone on that front. And also on, on his uh, NWA contract status. 
Nick Alder says, Billy picked up my option with the NWA, so I am, like I said, I had an option on my contract, and Billy picked it up. And like I said, I would not have opened up any discussions with anyone without talking to. Billy's been very loyal to me and I to him. I truly believe in what we're doing with the product. I wouldn't walk <coughs> excuse me, I wouldn't walk away from it at any point because we haven't even scratched the surface of what we could accomplish. And so so like I said, also there's a link of course to to that of course uh to to that uh uh um podcast if you if you definitely want to of course uh um Check it out, of course, also, like we said, called, uh, like I say, Keeping It keeping it 100 with Conan. Uh, like I said, be sure to, of course, uh, um, if you want to, of course, check out his podcast. There's a link, of course, on the very bottom of where I just read this story. Also, currently, 411 Mania is, is, is doing a live coverage, of course, currently of Friday Night Smackdown, so catch, check that out as well. Jeremy Thomas posted this here today as Kazuchika Okada is excited to face Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom talks and also talks not being in the actual main event. Kazuchika Okada is looking forward to his match with Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom 15, even if it isn't a main event bout, and he discussed the match in a new interview with Sports Illustrated. Here are some highlights from the interview, and of course we give credit to Sports Illustrated. On his match with Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom, Okada says, I'm decided to wrestle this new Osprey. When he debuted in New Japan, he was a high-flying ball of energy. Wrestling Katsuyori Shibata made his strikes better and helped him step up a level, and he's kept progressing since. On being further down the card this year, Okada says, I do miss being in the main event, but me and Osprey will be something special. Since he formed the Empire, Osprey's a lot more grounded as a wrestler. I think he's up in his game again, and then his, and as his opponent, that's exciting. I think this match will get more attention in the main events of Wrestle Kingdom. Even if you are not wrestling in the main event, you can still have the best match on the card. If I were in the main event, Tomohiro Ishii could still blow my match out of the out out of the water. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, earlier in the card, that's what will happen here. I will wrestle the best match on Wrestle Kingdom, and I will, and I'll beat Osprey as well. On New Japan Pro Wrestling being on a break for much of 2020 because of the pandemic, Okada says, "I had never experienced being away from a ring and not being able to take a bump for this long since I started in the business. So I just missed wrestling. It was that simple." When I got into the ring again, I felt like I was finally able to breathe again. Honestly, being in that ring, it's like oxygen. And being a, being away made it hard to breathe. Even with no fans in the venue, I was happy to be in that ring and wrestling again. Then when we brought fans back, I got that feeling all over again. It really hit home that wrestling is built on the presence of fans. Sorry about that, folks. We're just getting everything here situated. Oh, wait a minute. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry about here, folks. Uh, we're just getting things here. We're just getting things here. Uh, 
Jimmy Thomas has this story here tonight as Game Changer Wrestling pulls Tony Deppin from tonight's show due to the protocols as a result of the pandemic. GCW has, has had to make a change for their 56th night show taking place tonight, pulling Tony Deppin in an in adherence to their, <clears throat> to their pandemic protocols. The company announced that Deppin, who was set to face ACH on the show, will not be competing at the event. The company did not give further details on the situation, except in a note to note in a follow-up that tweet that Deppin would be replaced by Ken Broadway. They wrote the following. In adherence to GCW's pandemic protocols and with an abundance of caution, Tony Deppin will be unable to participate in today's event. A replacement will be announced as soon as possible. And of course, like we said, ACH is now going to is now going to uh, take on uh, Kid Ken Broadway. So, like, so, so that's what we have currently have, of course, right there as well. And hopefully, like I said, they'll they'll announce a reason. It may have something to do with the pandemic. I don't know because said due to the pro, due to protocols as a result of this. That's why they had to pull this particular wrestler. But maybe they'll give a much more better reason. Of course, possibly after all this is taking place, I'm not sure. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here as Mystico has said they now he he has even tested positive for the virus. CMLL star Mystico has revealed that he tested positive for the virus. Mystico, who has been portraying the character since the original Mystico, Mystico left to go to WWE in 2012, posted to his Instagram account to reveal that he tested positive for the virus. He wrote the following thanks to um, Iridian Fierro of Rest Friends for the translation. And this is what he said officially. This was translated, but this is what he said officially. There wasn't a worse way I could I, I could say bye to the year other than testing positive for the virus. Hopefully these discomforts end soon. God bless you and all take care of yourselves. My friends, this is crazy. Bags under my eyes, headaches, my bones hurt, chills, weight loss. And I want to say to all of my friends who are checking up on me that I am well. And to my family, I love you for supporting me always. I will say that I'm scared knowing this virus has killed many people. It's now in my body. But I am a fighter, and it will not defeat me. It will be one more challenge in my life, a fight versus the virus. And of course, like I said, he, he, did, he, did say, he did, of course, like I said, say this in Spanish, but it was translated. So, so we do think. We do thank the translator as well for bringing that, bringing that up to our uh, attention here as well. Uh, of course, uh, going here to WWE here for the first time tonight. Jimmy Thomas has this story as apparently there been, had been two matches made for tonight's episode of 205 Live. WWE has announced two matches for tonight's episode of 205 Live. The company announced on Friday that Mansoor will face Jake Atlas in one bout, while Kurt Stallion will team with Everrise against Arya Davari and the Bollywood Boys in the second match. Here is the full announcement. The New Year's Day edition of 205 Live will feature a pair of must-see matches as Mansoor and Jake Atlas collide for the first time ever, while Kurt Stallion joins forces with Everrise for a six-man tag match against Arya Davari and the Bollywood Boys. Still undefeated on the purple brand and coming off last week's hard-earned victory against Raul Mendoza of Legado del Fantasma, 
Mansoor gets another tough test in the form of Jake Atlas. Though he has yet to cross paths with Mansoor, Atlas has compiled an impressive hot streak of his own, having piled up recent victories over the likes of Tony Nice and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Both competitors are looking to climb the 205 mountain and perhaps work their way into title contention. So what will happen when they meet for what seems certain to be an edge-of-your-seat thriller? Also, Ever-Rise and the Bollywood Boys have been in each other's throats ever since failing to secure a win for Tony Nese or Arya Davari in a fatal in a fatal five-way five match. And the Tandems have battled in tornado tags, traditional tags, and singles matches over the past few weeks. Ironically, Stallion, who won the same fatal five-way match and had to brawl with Ever-Rise in the middle of the bout, will now team with Chase Parker and Matt Martell. Can Stallion trust his newfound comrades and have with a dangerous Davari jail with the Bollywood boys, especially since he and Nice reboot Samir and Sunil when they offered further backup after the fatal five-way match? Find out which superstars will kick off 2021 in the win column on 205 Live. Of course, streaming tonight on the award-winning WWE Network at 10, 9 Central. And, of course, we have to emphasize the term award-winning. So, there you go. Uh, Blake Lavelle, of course, posted this story as Brody Lee Jr. hits a discus clothesline on Adam Cole. Teams with Ricky Star and teams also teams with Ricky Starks against Top Flight. AEW held a celebration of life for the late John Huber, also known as Brody Lee, on Wednesday, and his son Brody Lee Jr. had a big moment when he whacked MJF over the head with a kendo stick. However, it appears that MJF wasn't the only wrestling star to square off with the TNT champion for life this week. Britt Baker released a video on Twitter showing Brody Jr. hitting a discus lariat on NXT star Adam Cole and pinning him for the three count. Ricky Starks then rightfully delivered negative one his TNT title belt after the victory. Dr. Britt Baker posted on her Twitter account, she says, one, two, three. In an Instagram story, Brian Pillman Jr. also revealed footage of Brody Jr. teaming with Starks, the latest SmackDown on top, on top flight. Uh, Dan, I believe this was part of top flight, said Brody Lee Jr. beating the hell out. No, this wasn't. Uh, I guess it might have been a random uh, Twitter user named Dan. Uh, said Brody Lee Jr. beating the hell out of top flight on Brian Pillman Jr.'s Insta story. Match of the year is already decided. While AEW hasn't released a new set of rankings, one, is, one has to believe that Brody Jr. is quickly rising up the ladder as a future AEW world title contender. Anything's possible, folks. We'll have to wait and see, of course, what happens. It looks like that, that you, you see a little bit, of course, of his dad, of course, who we lost sadly last weekend, indeed. Uh, Blake Lavelle posted this story as Tatsuya Naido talks about the dangers of New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion 2019 match with Kota Ibushi and their upcoming match at Wrestle Kingdom 15. In a recent interview with NJPW1972.com, Tatsuya Naido discussed, discussed the dangers of his match with Kota Ibushi and New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion 2019, their upcoming match at Wrestle Kingdom 15, and much more. And here are some of the highlights. Of course, uh, we do, of course, give credit to NJPW1972.com for this. Tatsuya Naido talks about on his match with Kota Ibushi 
at Dominion 2019 being considered dangerous. Naido says, there was a lot of feedback on Twitter for that afterward. And I think Ibushi felt the same way about it. That isn't for the people to say. They can say it was too dangerous all they want. But I want to come back and ask them if they want to see completely safe pro wrestling and just how just how that gets done. So trust in us and watch. There's no such thing as safe pro wrestling. A body slam can end your career. I really don't like fans who have never done any of it. Judge on what's safe and what isn't. And also on their upcoming match at Wrestle Kingdom 15, Naido says it's a big deal. As being the last to walk down the aisle in the Tokyo Dome as the champion, that's a first for me. That's emotional in itself. And after the journey that we've had, there's something poetic about being Ibushi in there with me as well. I really do like wrestling him, him as a person, not so much, but I like wrestling him a ton. <clears throat> Look, when we get right down to it, what we're here to do is do as pro wrestlers is simple. We want everyone buying a ticket, watching on TV, watching online in Japan and all around the world to enjoy themselves. So if the wrestlers aren't enjoying themselves, it doesn't seem reasonable that the fans would. Ibushi is the ideal opponent for me in that case, and we're doing it in the biggest match of the year. With more people watching than any other time, we're going to blow them all away. On fans wondering about the potential dangers of the match after their Dominion encounter, Naido says, for all I've said before, though fun and dangerous are not one and the same, there's a lot of different angles to look at wrestling, a lot of different ways of enjoying it, and Ibushi is the best for bringing that fun out. And also on Jay White challenging the winner on night two of Wrestle Kingdom 15, Naido says, <coughs> Jay's Jay Sharp, he certainly, he certainly game-planned this situation. He was saying that he was the biggest star of the three of us, that he wanted – to be the last in weight, I might have fallen into his trap, maybe, but I'm doing this exactly how I wanted to. It just so happens to be just just what he expected. For me, back-to-back -back main events on the biggest stage, that's the biggest prize here. And when results in the titles are more important than anything else, he made the he made the right call for him. And, of course, like I said, you can give credit to NJPW1972, of course, for this uh, – for, for this um, <clears throat> uh, for this story here of course right here and uh, and also uh, and also of course right here you can check out 411's Wrestle Kingdom uh, 411 on wrestling podcast here uh, as they give their preview and predictions if you wish to of course listen and or watch that of course so. Have to excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people, of course, that we're hitting this up on our Raw Rant panel chat box on Facebook here. So, uh, anyway, Blake Lavelle has our next story here as Selena de la Renta resurrects Mil Moretes ahead of Major League Wrestling debut. As previously reported, former Lucha Underground champion Mil Moretes is set to debut in MLW at some point in the near future. The company previously released a video with Selena de la Renta hyping Morantes return, and now they've revealed a series of vignettes in which she visits Mexico City and the Aztec rooms for resurrecting Morantes ahead of him appearing for Major League Wrestling. Of course, the videos, the videos, of course, uh, the videos, of course, are on, on um, of course, are here if you want to watch them. We will post, there are three of them right here, of course, 
we will post these videos to our video vault here, of course, a little bit uh, sometime uh, or between tonight and this weekend. So anybody else wants to check them out, they can do so. Our next story here, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, Joseph Lee has this story as Lacey Evans and Lana actually said goodbye in 2020 in a in new Instagram post. Both Lacey Evans and Lana took the Instagram to send 2020 off last night, although they have very different approaches. Evans posted a photo of herself in red lingerie laying out on a couch. Lana posted a photo of herself in a sling and a leg brace. Lacey wrote, wake me up when it's 2021, you nasties. And Lana said, piss off 2020, hashtag happy new year, everyone. Of course, yeah, Lacey Evans, Lacey Evans looking good right there, of course, here is indeed. And, of course, obviously, Lana sit, sitting up, of course, right now with her arm in the sling and, of course, her foot in a boot and all. Of course, obviously, that became as the end result of, uh, of the dealings with now the former women's tag team champions, Nia Jackson, Sheena Basel. But, but we wish you still wish her well here indeed. Joseph Lee has this story as we have an update here as Ethan Page is not considered a free agent and his impact wrestling deal officially expires. The original story is as many as have expected, Ethan Page is now a free agent. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that his contract with Impact Wrestling expired yesterday. Page pulled his merchandise from his official website yesterday. It was speculated that wrestlers usually only do this when they are WWE bound. It had been previously reported that Page had talks with WWE as well as AEW and Major League Wrestling this year. The update here is Fightful Select reports that Ethan Page has been in talks with Impact Wrestling right up until his contract expired, but they were unable to come to terms. It was also known that Impact still has footage featuring Page, but they have yet to air. So I don't know if they're going to air any of that or not. Obviously they may, or obviously they may, obviously they may not. I'm not sure. Joseph Lee has this story as Brody, now the late Brody Lee, were actually reportedly considered going to New Japan Pro Wrestling before joining AEW. In a piece written by Brody Lee in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, they had Meltzer noted that Lee had been considering joining New Japan Pro Wrestling prior to eventually agreeing to sign up with AEW. Since he was a big guy with agility, he thought he could do well there. His idea of how he wanted to wrestle was closer to NJPW style than other companies. It was noted that he is friends with AEW Vice President Chris Harrington, which may have played a part in his decision to go there. Brody, of course, had been set to debut on an episode of Dynamite from his hometown in Rochester, New York. But, of course, the pandemic happened, so his debut happened in the empty Daly's place in Jacksonville, Florida, instead. <clears throat> Joseph Lee has this story here. I think we did hear a little bit about this on Wolfpack last night. As the son of Hall of Famer Al Arn Anderson is training to become a, a pro wrestler. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that Brock Lund, the son of Arn Anderson, is training to become a pro wrestler. Lund is 23 years old and graduated from Providence High School in Charlotte back in 2015. 
While at the school, he was ranked as the 24th best graduating linebacker from North Carolina. So we'll definitely uh, have to keep our eyes open on that, see how he progresses in that. And, of course, with his dad being a part of AEW, he may go there. I'm not sure, but we'll just have to wait and see, of course. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, of course, what, what does happen. And one last story to bring to come up here uh, that popped up here last night from Jeremy Thomas. The Rock actually gifts Harvey Whippleman a new car and also shares a story of Whippleman aiding him a long, uh, years ago. Hmm. The Rock has given back to someone who helped him out in a big way back in the day, gifting Harvey Whippleman a new car. The Great One posted to his Instagram with a video in which he got the former manager referee a new car and shared a story about how Whippleman, also his real name is Bruno Lahr, gave him a place to stay after he and his mother were evicted. Rock wrote the cat wrote to caption the video, of course, which is right here. Merry Christmas, Bruno. Love you, brother. 100% crackhead free. My life, especially my teenage years, has been full of the wildest twists and turns. Yet God in the universe has always found a way to put a few people in my path that would change the traje trajectory of the road I was going down. Meet one of my lifelong friends, of course, Bruno Lahr, or as I prefer to call him, Downtown Bruno. My mom and I were evicted off the island of Hawaii, and I was sent to Nashville, Tennessee to live with my dad. When I landed in Nashville, I quickly found out I wasn't going to go live with my dad. Crap happens, plans change, and that's the way it goes. Instead, I thought I was going to go live with a guy named Bruno, who at the time lived in a tiny room at a spot called the Alamo Plaza Motel. Bruno could have and should have said, hell no, I'm not taking in some kid who I... Who 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 I don't know, but he didn't. He took this punk kid in and we came, we became lifelong friends. And ironically, about nine years later, when I had the infamous seven bucks in my pocket, I started rest, my wrestling career in Memphis, Tennessee, and again had no place to live. Bruno took me in and let me shake up in his trailer so I could get on my feet. And hell, when I was 15 years old, Bruno even gave me my last, his last 40 bucks so I could hustle a crackhead out of his car one night at a honky-tonk in Nashville. But the hustle was on me because when I took down the road, there was a second crackhead passed out on the floor in the back. Wild times at 15 years old. Many Merry Christmas, Brunos. And since, uh, since you helped me buy my first car, I figured I could return the favor and buy you one that 100% does not have a crackhead in the back seat. I love you, brother. Your kindness and heart helped change my life's trajectory. And when you get ready to retire from the business, you just say the word. I got you covered. We'll go downtown. Enjoy your new ride and give Walls, Mississippi, my love and gratitude. So, like I said, Harvey Wilpeman, of course, like I said, went out of his way, of course, to help, uh, to help, uh, to, to, to help, of course, the man who we now know as The Rock. And so... Rock gives back in a very big way here, indeed. <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. There with your uh, wrestling, wrestling uh, news, wrestling news and views here, of course, here for tonight, uh, <clears throat> for the very first uh, for the very first revolution of 2021. Of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Famers tag team, King Ice. 
who is, of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Girolamo. They bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor will we ever try to do so, have we never tried to do so for the past five years. And I do see, I do not see the human suplex machine, John Gross, on here at all, ladies and gentlemen. So I will be, of course, bringing you your wrestling uh, history and birthdays here, of course, here uh, for today, uh, January the <clears throat> January the first. So let us go ahead and get that up and going here. Let's see here. Okay. We're getting that up, ladies and gentlemen. Give us this, uh, giving us, uh, so give us one second here. We're still trying to, we're still trying to get that up here. Okay, I think we have something up here now. Okay, here we go here, and and of course, ladies and gentlemen, once once again, we don't really have we don't really have a whole lot, of course, that that's taking place here in the uh, in 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 the on the wrestling scene here in history, of course, around the, especially around the holidays, around Christmas or New Year's. Uh, <sighs> Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, pretty much was pretty much like kind of like the same thing. But let's just bring you what we do have, of course, here. On this date in 2007, Monday Night Raw was held in Miami, Florida. And on the show, John Cena lost in both the opening and closing matches. The opening, the opening the show, Cena took on non-wrestler slash celebrity slash the then Mr. Britney Spears, Kevin Federline, in a no-DQ match. Following interference from both Johnny Nitro and Umaga, K-Fed picked up the win by pinning Cena in the middle of the ring. The main event saw a four-on-one handicap match featuring Umaga, Armando Alejandro Estrada, Johnny Nitro, and the coach taking on Cena. Cena lost this match by gaining the spot five when he hit Umaga with a steel chair. Now, I will go ahead and point out, ladies and gentlemen, of course, even though K-Fed won that match against Cena, he, Cena did get a little bit of payback when he, put, when he gave K-Fed a uh, um, of course, what we, what we would know now is an attitude adjustment. I think it was called an FU around still around that time. On this day in 2018, Raw was held in Miami, Florida. On the show, Roman Reigns retains the Intercontinental title in a hard-hitting match against Samoa Joe. Elsewhere on, the, elsewhere on the card, Braun Strowman easily beats Rhino. Then after the match, he hits a total of five running power slams, three to Rhino and two to Heath Slater. To close the show, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman are in the ring talking about Brock's upcoming title, title defense against <coughs> Kane and Strowman. Kane marches down to the ring and grabs Lesnar by the throat and delivers a choke slam. 
Lesnar sits straight up and brawls with Kane until the Raw locker room comes out and separates them. And also on this date here, ladies and gentlemen, the very first day of last year in Jacksonville, Florida, AEW held their episode of Dynamite. And on the card, Cody did defeat Darby Allen by pinfall. Rhea retained the AEW women's title in a four-way match against Nyla Rose, Hikaru Shida, and also Dr. Britt Baker. John Moxley defeated Trent by pinfall. Sammy Guerrero defeated Dustin Rhodes after a low blow from an interfering Jake Hager. And in the main event, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, of course, Nick and Matt, Nick and Matt Jackson, took on PAC and the Lucha Brothers, Ray Fenix and Pentagon Jr. And the win was scored by Omega after he hit the one-winged angel on Phoenix and got the pin. And we have five birthdays to talk about here, ladies and gentlemen. We want to wish a very happy, let's see, yes, happy 47th birthday, 47th birthday to Vita Scott. Also happy very, uh, I'm sorry, 37, I'm sorry, 37th birthday. I'm sorry, happy 37th birthday to Vita Scott. My apologies. <clears throat> Uh, happy, uh, let's see, happy 40, let's see, let me, let me double check my notes here, make sure I have this right, happy 44th birthday, of course, to Robert Rude, happy, let's see, happy 61st birthday to Leilani Kai, of course, remember, in the first WrestleMania, she lost the ladies' championship to Wendy Richter back in 1985. Uh, we, all also, we also want to wish a very happy 78th birthday to uh, Hall of Famer and manager extraordinaire, uh, the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. And, on, and also, uh, I believe this wrestler has since passed away, but we want to wish a very happy, uh, let's see, let me let me look at this closely here, folks. Uh, happy nine, say happy 99th birthday to Roy Shire. So happy birthday to Vita Scott, Robert Rude, Leilani Kai, Jimmy Hart, and the late Roy. I believe Roy Shire has passed away. So happy birthday to all of them, of course, here <clears throat> here today. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, with of course your uh, with your uh, wrestling history and birthdays here, of course, here as well. And we also want to definitely want to thank our friends at 411 Mania once again for our Wrestling News and Views broadcast here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, like I said, 9.33 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, of course, 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138055-POUND. Friday, January 1st, 2021. This is episode 932 of WCWS Revolution. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, on the line here with you. As we, of course, now get, right before we get prepared to, of course, uh, uh, get to our discussion point here, of course, our main topic right now is, of course, talk about what happened, any results we have, of course, on tonight's edition of SmackDown. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to ask everyone here to please stand by. Uh, there, we may have a tiny technical issue going on here with TalkShoe. So please stand by for just one quick second here, folks, and I will return momentarily.
Okay, now, ladies and gentlemen, I think we have everything cleared up, ready to go. Thank you very much for your patience. Once again, like I said, back on here with episode 932 of Revolution here. As we said, it's Friday, January 1st, 2021, now 9.34 p.m. Before we start our discussion on tonight, on any results we have for tonight's edition of SmackDown, let us now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we have two people standing by here, of course, waiting to pop on. Let's go ahead and get them in here, of course, here right now. First off, ladies and gentlemen, he is a member of John Gross of Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He is a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. He is also, of course, a part of the broadcast team, which brings you WCWS Sports Machine every month, every Friday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. And also, ladies and gentlemen, he is the general manager of WCWS Fan Empire here, of course, here on Facebook. Our other guest, ladies and gentlemen, our other panelist, this is a three-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He's also a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. He's also part of the broadcast team, which brings you both Raw Radio on Monday afternoons and also Sports Machine on Friday afternoons. And also, this particular one cannot hesitate, or did not hesitate at all, ladies and gentlemen, to go running around Pittsburgh wearing nothing but a banner and a diaper saying, Happy New Year 2021. I don't know why he did, but he just did. <laughs> okay. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let us now welcome in here to episode 932, of course, here of Revolution. The Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, and the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. Gentlemen, welcome to 932 Revolution and the very first radio network show of 2021. Good evening, Chad. What's up? Nothing much. Oh, and JD, by the way, welcome. Chad, um, um, Robert Bobby Roode was born on May 11th, and Lonnie Kai was born on January 23rd. I'm just repeating what it, it said. It's it, 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 I'm just repeating yeah, what yeah, it said. But I mean, it's weird. I'm, I'm, well, obviously, of course, the page that I use saying their birthdays were today. So uh, we'll we'll have to do some investigating on all of this. So, but uh, but again, folks, like I said, I, so if this isn't, I mean, we're not discounting, we're not discounting the uh, the uh, what was just mentioned by by, of course, uh, the soul man here. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have to do some updating on the. Uh, on this, of course, and some verification here. Even if we have to check another page and we get our wrestling birthdays on, we will, of course, do so, and we will keep you informed about, and then informed I about that, of course. Too. Okay. Okay. And also, we do welcome, of course, JD here as well. Of course, he has recovered and all that after, of course, like I said, running around Pittsburgh wearing a banner and a diaper that says Happy New Year 2021 <laughs> with a bottle of champagne in his <laughs> Okay. Yeah. We're Should all acquaintance be forgot? Anyway, and he we can tell you, we can, we can tell you that last week's AEW show, after doing 775,000, however, this week did 977,000. In the converted 18 to 49 group ratings demographic, AEW did a 0.4 rating, which was up from 0.32 the broadcast that we reported. NXT did a 0.12 in this demo. They did 586,000 views the other night. Meanwhile, Mick Foley has announced in a Twitter post over the last few weeks since his positive test, however, 
He tested positive for a COVID ball in a December virtual signing hour and had been isolated in a hotel room for the past three weeks, believe it or not. Now, I, did also, I did report that. Also, we can tell you today, the Alabama Crimson Tide, however, did win the Rose Bowl 31-14, however, as Mac Jones went 25 of 30, 297 passing. Najah Harris, 15 carries, a buck 25 on the ground. Devontae Smith, 7 catches, a buck 30, 18 and a half for catch. Bama was up 21-7 at halftime. They went on a cruise, 31-14. And right now, Ohio State is leading Clemson late in the first half, 28-14 on Clemson. Trevor Lawrence so far, 12-18, a buck 52. Justin Fields, 12-13, 172 passing so far. But right now, Ohio State is leading with four minutes to go in the first half in New Orleans at the Sugar Bowl, 28-14. But right now, also, we can tell you that the first show of SmackDown 2021, however, has been an absolute, and Justin would probably agree with me, an episode 115, an absolute shit show again. It has been a joke tonight. It has been absolutely horrendous. I will tell you, you had the yeah, first exactly. the and, um... I mean, I knew Sam was going to interfere. You had Biggie Langston wear an armband in honor of Brody Lee. You had Sasha Banks wear one tonight, however, which was classy, which I was really surprised at. But again, WWE did the same thing that they've done the last two shows, how on Raw on Monday. And also on NXT Wednesday by just showing up a picture of Brody Lee, nothing else. A.K.A. John Uber. And again, way to go, Vince. You senile racist piece of shit. Way to start 2021 yeah, off of the thing. Yeah, yeah, no And you think bringing guys like Jimmy Hart, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Big Slow, Beth Phoenix. She's birthday today. Yeah, uh, Molina, Alicia Fox. Sergeant Slar, Michael Hayes, is going to save your show this coming Monday in the first round of the new year? Ha! Ha, I say. And no, believe no. me. It's not going to. And here is what we got so far. We got supposedly Seth Rollins is supposed to be there tonight, too. We understand and he might show up here. You never know in the main event. But here's what we got so far going on SmackDown. Our first match of the night. I heard Sonya Deville. Someone said Sonya Deville is back. Yeah, she did show up. Yeah, Big E versus... King Coxstain Corbin with his Donald Trump lovers, if you will. Steve uh, Clown Cutler and Wesley Boyne Blake. And as a result, however, Sammy the shithead slimeball saying began to cry like a little bitch again to Corey the Clown Graves, how should I say, cocksucker Corey Graves, if you will. And Michael Cole, if you will. Biggie wins by DQ in two and a half minutes. Afterwards, the Donald Trump lovers himself, Cutler and Blake, along with Sammy the Shithead, decide to put the boots to Big E before Apollo Crews comes in and clears them out. And that leads us to our next match, an impromptu match, Big E and Apollo versus Sammy and King Cor- Clown Shoes Corbin with Cutler and Blake, of course. They left Sammy high and dry after, apparently, Sammy said, listen to me, follow my lead. And, of course, Corbin and his crew, the Lone Wolf crew, as they call themselves, sorry, did not want to listen to Sammy's mouth. As a result, that's what happened there. As um, Justin said earlier tonight, we saw the return of Sonya Deville for the first time in three months. Glad to see she's back on TV. Hopefully they use her right now. Then, of course, Owens talks to Adam Postman Pierce Tower, the John Laryngitis of the WWE, however. 
and he says how he would fight Jay Uso one on another. He says he could not offer uh, Owens a chance to fight Uso at first, however, tonight, however, and of course, however, Owens was not very happy. He then went on to say, fine, I'll take Roman, but then finally Pierce gave in and gave Owens what he wants. So now, that is your main event tonight. Then, apparently we heard that next week, Big E is going to take on, believe it or not, Apollo for the IC title. But again, it was good to see Big E, and Justin will agree with me, it was really classy to see Big E wear the armband in honor of Mr. Brody Lee tonight, Shaggy. Then, of course, we had Ruby Ride yep. and Liv Morgan, the Ride Squad versus the Boat, uh, Natalia and Tamina, with everyone's favorite little backstabbing bitch broad, Billy Boring K, however. And what happened there, <laughs> Natty, Tamina, and Billy? Oh, that's right. You got beat in two and a quarter minutes. Like a bunch of eights, and Kay was celebrating after, and Ruby and Liv weren't very impressed. Then, of course, we go to the boss, Shasha Banks, and her new friend, the BST, the EST, whatever you're going to call her. She's the blue lipstick girl herself, Bianca Belair, taking on everyone's very little backstabbing little bitch broad, Boily Karen, if you will, however. And Carmella the Clown, and her little assistant, if you will, Boyne Rat Boy Reginald. And as a result, Boyne, Bailey, and Carmella have picked up a cheap win because, once again, Carmella, being a stupid cunt that she is, has to be a total clown by sucking off on management's dick. Mostly Bruce, mostly Dunn, and most notably that geriatric racist piece of shit, Vince McMahon, who says that vacuum-sucking little, little troglodyte, Vince McMahon. Right now, of course, as Justin said, we had Sonya Deville come out after this was all said and done, as she was seen backstage. And the question is, what's she going to do now? Then, of course, we have a segment involving the Street Profits with Ford and Dawkins. But who shows up? The so-called Dirty Dogs, as they call themselves now. Dolph the Douchebag Dickhead Ziggler, and of course his little buddy, if you will, Mr. Glorious himself, the rancid little rat boy himself, Robert, I want to be, excuse me, I'm thinking I'm all that still rude. So it looks like we're going to see probably a match for the tag team titles with these two guys. Probably either the Rumble at the end of this month, however, in the next month, within the next four weeks, or possibly next week on SmackDown. Right now, we got, of course, going on right now, Daniel Bryan and Otis, of course, with Chad Gable, a.k.a. formerly known as Shorty G, taking on the Michael Jackson wannabe Shinsuke Nakamura, if you will, and the Swiss Cyborg himself, the man who should be getting away from uh, Nakamura and go on his own because they are training him as a total little, I would say, creep or clown, but he is more like a uh, being crapped on, let's just say, Cesaro. And, oh, Daniel Bryan almost got a beautiful move on Nakamura right there. But I will have a lot to say more in my AEW breakdown, as well as my Raw breakdown here shortly. So stay tuned for that. I'm just getting started here to start the new year off. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much there. Uh, thank you very much here, JD, of course, for that uh, update there and rundown here, of course, here for SmackDown. Uh, now here, while we have a few moments here, and of course we still we still have, of course, plenty of time here, of course, before the show's over, we're going to go on right ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to bring you, of course, just in case if everyone wishes to hear how, of course, this all turned out, I am officially going to bring you officially, uh, of course, the updates here on the three matches, poll matches that we have posted on the pay-per-view prediction center page. That has been posted since, of course. Oh, since so uh, after the S block. So Daniel Bryan and uh, Otis pick up the win. How our Shinsuke hung up, hung in there, but 
And then he ends up tapping, so he is tapped out. And Otis, Shorty G, and Daniel Bryan pick up the win here. Yeah, that's right. Okay, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. You know, JD gets very excited and all that. Um, so, uh, anyway, like I said here, I'm watching we are. Versus, I mean, um, Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens, right? Okay. Uh, okay. Th- thank you. Thank you there. Thank you there, of course, gentlemen, for that. Let's go ahead and bring it that here, right here, and, and then, like I said, we'll we may we may give both you guys the floor here in, in, in just a moment here, cause. But uh, of course, I just got a little business here to attend to here. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, like I said, the three poll matches here, ladies and gentlemen. First off, to determine, of course, the brand new WCW US Grapplemania champion. Of course, second and third place wins. Uh, second and third place, of course, in this poll also wins the new Grapplemania Tag Team Champions. Uh, and of course, we had we had no more votes come in at all. Uh, and I, of course, you everyone here did hear me um, stress stress all this. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, apparently nobody, apparently nobody, like I said, I said possibly. Either they probably did not care, or they probably just simply just did not respond here to it. But I urge, of course, when we do these, ladies and gentlemen, we urge you, of course, to please to try to do this in some fashion. And we're not trying to push you or make you, but we just would like would like to see some more some more of this, of course, work out here. Uh, but I will go ahead and point out here, of course, officially, first off, the Grapple Mania Championship. Your new WCW US Grapplemania champion is Jordan Stockless. He ended up with four votes and it did not change at all after those votes came in. However, we did have two, uh, we, did, we did have one vote, we did have second and third place tie each other with one vote each. So, officially, ladies and gentlemen, since they were the last ones to receive any votes at all, your new WCWS Grapplemania Tag Team Champions are Kevin O'Sullivan and Anthony Chobot. So I'm sure that I'm sure Justin, you're probably one of those that talks to Anthony. You can actually let him know. Uh, that's the case if he has not seen it, but but he currently has that. As far as the UFC US World Heavyweight Championship matchup, this one did not change pretty much either. And unfortunately, it only took one vote to pull the win off here. Ladies and gentlemen, still your UFC US World Heavyweight Champion, the human suplex machine, John Gross. And I know it was difficult, of course, here on Justin, because obviously, of course, with uh, some Facebook issues right now, we're just going to say that, of course, for the record. Um, he, try, I'm sure he tried his best to try to get, rally some votes up, but but it, I, but it's okay. But it's okay. Okay, no problem. And also, as far as the NXT US Heritage Cup Championship match, well, ladies and gentlemen, it appears that the Human Suplex Machine John Gross pulled it off here again, as he got by the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds and you, JD, in a triple Don't threat match. Don't one eye open. Michelle and I are coming for you, my friend. So you better be ready to celebrate yeah. for a little long. You better not be celebrating for too long because we're coming for you. And I must believe. Yeah. 
Right. And well, I actually, John defeated Michelle and JD in this triple threat match here that we started on, on Saturday. John with, had three votes. Michelle had two. JD, you did not get any. So, uh, so we, this may be, of course, a situation here that if Michelle or where I may, of course, here, I'll go ahead and thank this official right here while looking at all this. It seems, of course, absolutely clear that Michelle and JD may not be fully done with John and this particular championship. <laughs> so, so, so. Be afraid, John. Be very afraid. Yeah. Now, we are going to do a number one contenders poll match starting tonight or tomorrow between Michelle and JD. The winner of that faces John one-on-one -on -one for the NXT US Heritage Cup title. So, there you go. We'll just go ahead and plan for that. Justin, oh, Gordon, Billy Kay and Dickhead Dolphin brood on Talking Smack tomorrow with Kayla and Paul Heyman. Great. And, Justin, we have not forgotten about your, your of course, you're going to have yet, once again, another opportunity uh, we did tell you, of course, um, as last night here, you're going to have another shot at John and the WCW US Crippler Championship. And as we told the Cowboy Clinton James Smith last night, he is going to have another shot at the OVW US World Heavyweight Championship. He is going to be going one on one in a pole match against Jordan Stuckles, the man who defeated Clinton's. Oh, will you shut up? Um, <laughs> you, that defeat, that defeated uh, Jordan was the one that defeated Clinton's James Smith for the OVWS World Title here some time ago, and now uh, I'm Clinton. I'm sure has been itching to get that belt back. So we are going to post an, a, re, a rematch here between them two for that as well. So we're going to have three more matches pop up here. So keep in mind. I, yeah, I actually did this. I actually read the story. Yes. Well, let me Lacey ask you, Evans. Do you think they're going to get in trouble for this? I think they are. What? Lacey Evans sprawled out in a in red lingerie on the couch saying goodbye to Tony. Yeah, but come oh, on. Oh, I mean, oh. Yeah, I mean, come and, on. And Lana. And Lana. And Lana well, look at the, I'm sorry. The Usos are attacking. She's going to leg, and she's, I mean, I'm sorry, however. I think she's going to get a little bit of trouble with this. I think maybe you never and, know. And, and and Lana's sitting there on the floor here in a t-shirt and pair of shorts, wearing a sling and a boot on her foot. You think she's gonna get in trouble over that? You might. You never know. That's Instagram. It's not Twitch. I know, but still, it's not. You never know. But yeah, yeah, but but you know what? You 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 see what that says on there, right? Lacey Evans, WWE. Lana WWE. I mean, it's not like Twitch or Cameo or or, or whatever and all. I mean, I mean he had. I mean Vince hasn't gone after all of them. He's only gone after the Twitch and the Cameo. Is the only ones he's gone after. Lord forbid, you know, if, you know, if anybody cannot. I mean, anybody cannot have anything personal. I mean, keep it. Keep keep in mind. Keep in mind here. Keep keep in mind here that 
you, you um, that you you know you know that these superstars also have Twitter accounts. Is is Vince going to knock them off too? I wouldn't well, think so. Well, one thing is concerned, and Justin will agree with me on this one. You're right, Chad, but let me get, and Justin will agree with me on this though, tonight. That we saw this on SmackDown tonight. Obviously, we saw what happened. We saw uh, apparently Sasha wear a singlet, however, that said the name Brody on it. We saw Big E, oh, they, something, which was kind of, I mean, nobody was going to be butthurt about this. And you know what? Here's the thing, Vince. Kevin Owens, right? You're going to be. Um, what were you saying? I said, Jimmy, well, I said Jimmy Uso, Roman and Jay just threw Kevin Owens right off the um, through the um, um tel- television wires. Yeah, if Jack, if Jackass Jay Uso wants to call himself Mr. Main Event now, Friday night, however, guess what? He better think twice because right now he's going up against a very angry, a very pissed off, a very irate Kevin Owens, and he should be. Because I mean, like you said last week, how many times did Kevin Owens? And again, I pardon with my language, most of, and I do apologize for my language a good bit at the time ahead of everyone. And if I offend anyone, I do apologize. But how many times did Kevin Owens get fucked over last week? First the TLC, because that old jackass Jey Uso, because Roman, the little bitch boy, rat boy, reigns, reigns tower, and his little penguin boy, Paul Heyman, had to suck Vince's dick to steal a TLC victory, and then he stole it again in the damn steel cage last Friday night at the start of the show. And I'll be right back in a second. And ladies and gentlemen, while while while, um, while of course uh, oh okay uh, <clears throat> uh, while JD has stepped away for a moment here, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and point out to everyone tomorrow here, of course, will be the first WCWS Power Hour, of course, of 2021. 141-364-pound tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock. As we'll be talking about the week, the weekend review here, of course, talking about the last four days, of the last five days, I should say, of 2020, as well as, of course, talking about tonight's episode, talking about tonight's show as well. Also bringing you, of course, tomorrow's, uh, uh, also bringing you tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays, plus some wrestling news tidbits, of course, here. Um, um, courtesy of 411 Mania. So be sure to listen in on every, what we got going on here, ladies and gentlemen, on WWS Power Hour. Of course, 141 364 pound, of course, a very monumental one, the very first one of 2021. Tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, of course, right here on TalkShoe.com. Of course, in the, of course, in the place where, where, where we talk, we, we eat, drink, and breathe wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. That is the WCWS radio network. 1605-562-0444, call ID, 138055-pound. Uh, 9.57 p.m. Eastern time here, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 932 of WCWS Revolution. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, alongside uh, the the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and, of course, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. <coughs> Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, feeling of, um, while we, I was here talking here, and while JD was away, I actually did happen to notice 
a bit of a draft. It might that be a cold front coming from somewhere. I don't know where it's from. Hmm. Uh, uh, I'm just, I, I personally, um, I personally have no idea. Let's um, take a look and see where. Let's take a look at the weather. Maybe someone can uh, let us know. Uh, about uh, that. Yeah, let, 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 let's check out that. Let's see what that is. Hmm. It's called Happy New Year, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> happy 2021, Michelle. And Ladies happy and birthday to Kale, by the way. I know his birthday is coming up, actually, too. Yep, Monday. Yes. Yes. Coming up now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and welcome you now to 932 Revolution and the very first radio network show of 2021. She is a 2015 WWUS uh, uh, Hall of Famer. I believe she is. I think she is a two-timer, I believe, <clears throat> and, yes. but in a good way. A good way. Uh, she's also known as the Black Widow, of course. Lady of professional wrestling. She's a multiple-time title holder in the Trivia Championship Series, of course. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, she, she of course, over, helps oversee, of course, our group women of WCWS, as well as, of course, helps maintain, also, of course, a big-time, one of the WCWS originals, which we should say, yes, indeed. Of course, uh, of course, also, uh, also looking forward to getting a lot of our shows up in the radio network here very, very soon. Here coming up here, indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in here tonight, of course, as we have missed hearing her lovely voice here over the last few weeks. Here she is, ladies and gentlemen, the M to the L to the D, the lovely, lovely Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds has now come in to episode 932 of Revolution MLD. First of all. Uh, happy New Year to you as well, my dear. And, of course, welcome indeed to WCWUS in 2021. Well, thank you. It's now, been a hell of a year. Let's now, see better. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, of course, after what we just experienced in 2020, I'm hoping 2021 would not get any worse. But that's all I got to say about that. Anyway, anyway, here of course, MLD. I will point out here to you, you did come very, very close here before. I know you want to talk about a lot of things, but I just now mention this to Justin and JD. I'm going to mention this to you now. You came very, very close here to defeating John for the new NXT US Heritage Cup Championship. Not only, of course, in the finals of the tournament, but also in the triple threat match involving him, you, and JD. Uh, but John did retain. And now, the only way I think that I, and I told, I just told JD, it seems that you and JD are not through with trying to get this new championship. So, what I am, what is now going to go down starting tomorrow. You and JD are going to be in another poll match to determine the number one contender to, to this belt that John is holding. The one with the most votes goes after John in a one-on-one -on -one for this new belt, the NXT US Heritage Cup Championship. So you will get your opportunity in some fashion at JD. <laughs> uh, that's for starters right there, because I know you want to get your hands on them in another way. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, okay. I'm going to shut up. Okay. 
but you get what I mean. I, I hope you get what I mean. So, but uh, yes. Uh, so, so tomorrow, Michelle and a number one contenders poll match: you versus JD. The winner faces John for the NXT US Heritage Cup Championship. So, well, go ahead, Michelle, please. Oh no, I, I just said you know sounds good. Uh, so is JD and Justin the only ones on tonight? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, that's currently all. Currently, all I've got. I, of course, with the new year, I would have expected more. But, but unless everybody's still probably hungover after after seeing the ball drop, I'm sure this is the one time that JD can actually get away with that because actually it's <laughs> the ball. <laughs> Okay, we joked about that you know, 10 times. Yes, but I will say the ball did drop. But let me tell you this, though. The ball, and Justin will agree with me right now. I'm watching it now. The ball did drop on SmackDown. But I know, Michelle, I've got to ask you first and foremost, since I have not talked to you since last week, however, but prior to Christmas, we know that Chad said we've got a lot to talk about. Obviously, let's get your early take, however, about the Brody Lee tribute show the other night and the state of AEW as well as WWE because I know you have got quite a bit to say. And also MLD, uh, I will say publicly, I will say publicly MLD before you start with that. Thank you for reminding me, JD. Michelle, I apologize. One quick thing. I wow. I said I was give you my hand. I said I give you, I give you, of course, uh, a personal thumbs up and my personal gratitude and thanks for leading the charge over the week over the last. Over over last hold on Justin um, over over last over last weekend after the news broke of Brody Lee's passing, you immediately got everyone held up and together, and you start posting things all over, of course, the groups on Facebook, and I greatly let, uh, appreciate you leading the charge on doing that. And for that, you, that's my I, you have my well extreme done, gratitude. In that. So MLD, please well, go ahead and do so. Folks, I'm going to step away. I'll be right back. And Michelle, please go ahead and talk. I'll be right back. I mean, first of all, I do any and everything I can for the groups and radio station. We all know that. But um, as far as Brody Lee goes, uh, I would say the most shocking death of the year. Um, really didn't expect that. Uh, I thought that he was, you know, his career was, edging towards a better step of AEW, and I thought that he was going to continue to rise and do so much better, and, you know, leading the um, <clears throat> Dark Order. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't think of the name. Um, I thought that, you know, he was going to do really good. I, I think he looked, he looked better than he ever has in his whole career. So all of this, like I said, is a very, very big shock. But as far as the tribute, kudos to Cody and Tony Khan and them. Um, for everything they did, especially making the dream match and letting the little boy pick it, it was awesome. I thought it was a really good show. Um, yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm dumbfounded for words. I just, this is one I didn't expect for real. Yeah, my um, friend from Georgia called me Saturday night when he told me the news. I was, I was in shock myself. Even, I mean, we all were. I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's like, I don't know. He was just way too young and just way too talented and way 
I think it was a, the best move for him getting away from WWE. I think AEW was doing much more for him in his career personally. Um, very, very sad. So, so sorry for his kids and his wife. But Cody and them did a really nice tribute to him, and I thought that was really um, classy of them, honestly. What was your other question, J.D.? I forgot. I'm sorry. Can we say that more and more about Roman Reigns having jackass Jey Uso suck his cock every chance he gets by basically kissing his uncle's ass and basically putting... I mean, we just saw what he did to Kevin Owens. I mean, Justin saw it too just now off the stage, however, as he went through the table. I mean, can we say WWE right now continues to be absolute shit with people like Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman hugging and blowing Roman and everything he gets in? And then you have... And then you have... Yeah, wait, I mean, this, they, 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 uh, sorry, sorry. And, and but, but uh, the other thing is, I mean, you got the legends coming up on Monday night. This whole SmackDown tonight, they were supposed to have Seth Rollins on. They totally crapped on that. And then you got Boyley Karen and Carmella now teaming up against Sasha and freaking Bianca Blair. And the funny thing is, WWE did not acknowledge Luke Harper's passing at all this week. They only put a picture of him and, and his memorial, like the year he was born, the year he died. But the thing is, Big E and Sasha took it one step further. Right? They were smart wearing an armband. But you know what? Vince is going to be so fucking, part of my language, butthurt about the whole thing. And you know what? I can only say this to Vince. F you. F you. Let them honor the man that they call friend, teacher, mentor, friend, uncle, father, husband, brother, whatever. And if Vince is so butthurt about it, here's the thing about Vince. Get the F out of WWE. Start off 2021 on the right note. Get the hell out of the company once and fall. Let Hunter and Stephanie run the company. Because you are running this company, continuing to run this company, right into the dirt more and more. Your thoughts? I, I mean, I can't argue that at all with you, honestly. Um, I do think it was pretty low of WWE to put his picture up thing and just left it at that. Um, NXT too. That's all they did. Um, I thought that mm-hmm. was pretty low up. Uh, but you know, like I said, I think this. I, I, he was really starting to go somewhere. He was really starting yeah. to get that fan attention and attraction, and that's what he needed for his career. And then I, I'm not really sure. I know it was non-COVID. I know it was it had to do with his lungs and stuff. But still, still way too young. I mean, 41. That's just. Ridiculous. Now, oh, but as far as um, Roman goes, gone too soon. Uh, yeah. Good. Sorry. Glad you were saying this Sorry. shit of the the head of the table shit. It's yeah. Stupid. It's gotta go. Jay Uso shit gotta go. Uh, Paul Heyman should have never been put with Roman. Paul Heyman is a Brock Lesnar guy. I'm sorry, he always will be to me. People don't like it. I mean, I'm sorry they don't, but that's just how it is. He's a, he's a Brock Lesnar guy. Um, I, I'm really, really sick and fed with WWE. NXT, I know, is, is owned by WWE, but I, I swear they're putting on a better show to a degree than WWE is anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, am I One thing AEW small? Yeah, well, I agree. Well, speaking of AEW, let me ask you this. Sorry, Justin. Let me ask you this. Ethan Page's contract was up yesterday, or today, should we say. Does WWE or AEW go after him right now? Does he sign with him back still? What's your take? No. I, I think he... I, I, wait, was he uh, Impact? He's yeah, he was an Impact. Yeah, yes, he was. Yeah, he was an Impact. 
He was in the Pac-10 contract. He's, he's not a free agent. I read the story earlier. Yeah, he's yes. a free agent now. He's yeah. a free agent. He's a free agent. Um, no, you, you know, it, 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 it's give or take. Because, like, I mean, you know, it's like, why would you want to come up there and be shit on with the rest of them? I mean, honestly, that's exactly what's going to happen to him. Well, sure, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree. If I were him, I'd go to Ring of Honor. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let me, let me mention this. I, in the story I read about that Ethan Page guys, they said yeah. that he pulled his own merchandise off, which they have spe- they have speculated that with, with some other with some wrestlers have that have done that before in the past have been have been more than likely. Uh, they've been more likely going over to, which led a lot of people to thinking that they were actually going to WWE by them just pulling their own merchandise. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is 411 Mania reporting this. 411 yeah. Mania talking about this. JD, I mean, JD knows the, those, those guys there. I mean, yeah, I know those that's, guys. That's well, what yeah. I, Let me. Sorry, Chad. Uh, Let me ask. Sorry, Michelle. Sorry, Chad. But let me ask Michelle this again, real quick. And uh, I know I'm full of it tonight, and I'm, I apologize to all of you guys ahead of time. And then it's been a lot of we've heard from Michelle. If you took one thing away that you've seen lately from both companies, WWE and EW, positive and negative. I mean, you already talked about Roman obviously being one of the negatives. That's that's one of them. But um, if there are any like one or other two big negatives. That WWE has got, and I mean got to improve on going into the new year. What do they have to do? To me, I think they've got to cut back their hours on Raw, and I definitely think they've got to cut back their pay-per-views. They have to. They have no choice. Well, well hey, Jay, I, I got some, some. Hold on a second. Justin, wait, wait a minute, Justin. Hold on a second. Go ahead, Michelle. I, I agree with you on there, JD, but the fact yeah. is, is that you can, you can fulfill these hours, you can fulfill these pay-per-views, if you have the roster, but you don't. You have the same shit day in and day out. You're not recruiting people. That's your first mistake. Yeah. Your second mistake. Your, your second mistake. Sorry. Your second big mistake, and we all agree to this, is the writing on television. Bruce and Don and Vince don't know what to write after their television scripts. I have no idea but, what you just said, Jake. Sorry. Sorry. I said. They don't know how to write scripts for half the shows. I mean, Bruce and Don and Pritchard don't even know what to write. I mean, half the time, they're writing shows at the last damn minute or the last hours in the days and the hours leading the show. I mean, half the time, they meet at the early part of the day. They have an idea of what they want to do for the shows, and they don't have anything tonight. I mean, take, for instance, tonight. We heard last this last week how Seth Rollins was supposed to be on the show tonight. What did they do? They shit all over it at the last minute and put Jackass Jay Uso against Kevin Owens in the main event tonight. I mean, come on. Give me a break. I didn't even read that, I didn't read that on the Wolfpack last night that he wasn't going that day full. I mean, first thing is first, like I said, your roster. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, adjusting to making that better. Second thing is, I agree with you, JD, your writing team. Reevaluate it. If you've got to get rid of some of them, put in a whole new crew for all the shows, do it. You got to do something to make it better. It's not getting any better. It's getting freaking a hundred times worse. Yeah. And you're announcing it's not much better, especially on Friday when you have when you have Cole in that part of the language again. 
seasucker Graves, who's been kissing Carmelo's ass along with freaking Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman and Jey Uso every chance he gets because he's a little seasucker. And he basically blows Vince under the table, just like his little whore girlfriend, Carmella. Tell us how you really feel, Judy. Oh, don't believe you me. I've been fired up over the last few months. Or, and then so I just, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm just sick to my stomach what I'm seeing more and more every week on Friday night. I mean, last week, I mean, it was a fluke. They did three and a half, almost four million people on Christmas night. We had yeah. Sammy and freaking Biggie. This week, Howard, you probably will be lucky. I'm waiting to see what the numbers are going to be like yeah. tonight. Cause I'll tell you right now, even though you've got the Sugar Bowl on right now, and by the way, Ohio State's winning by 21, that makes me even more sick. But that's beside the point. I guarantee you tonight, you didn't even come close to doing what you did last week. They do numbers drop this week on Friday night because this was a joke show. And it's going to be even more of a joke on Monday when you're bringing in Hulk Hogan, Flair, Mickey James, Molina, Alicia, Flair, Big Slow, all these legends in, however, next Monday night. Come on. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you there for a minute. Okay. That could be a positive towards the new year, J.D. Think about it. Your legends who mm-hmm. don't get the attention and haven't got the attention as well, they still need that. They still got it. They're not some yeah. toys, old toy that, you know, you played with for fucking days on end, and you just set it up on the shelf and you forget about them. You know, per yeah. se, even the ones that passed, Dusty, uh, Roddy Piper, you know, all, all of them. It's, I think it's a great move, and I hope and I pray <laughs> that they make it a good show for everybody. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna bring, you need to bring Hogan. You need to bring Flair. You need to bring Hall and Nash. You need to bring Sting would be a great one, but you can't. You you can't have him now. AEW, he's locked in. You can't have him now. Um, you know, there's there's so many that they could bring in, even if it was family members of the ones that have passed. But you couldn't do Dusty's family. Um. Roddy Piper's family, you probably could do, but uh, I'm just hoping that they're going to make this worthwhile and worth watching. You know what they'll do? Sorry, you know what they'll do? They'll probably have some of the legends out there and then watch a group like Retribution beat the hell out of them. And again, they probably won't have an idea. The only match they have is... Go ahead. Okay, so I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. But if they do, then that's when they just cut the shit. Just cut it off. Because I don't, don't yeah. nobody want to see that. Don't nobody want to see that right. shit. You're, you're yeah. disrespecting them in so many ways than one. Cut it off. And speaking of cut off. Same way this I like, hurt. Yeah, he didn't invite Bret Hart. He didn't invite Hall and Nash for this uh, reunion on Monday. And well, speaking of bad blood Bret Hart. And him, you know yeah. that. That's not going to change for a long time. It's going right. to be a good right. while before they resolve that matter. Right. Speaking of cutting off, one thing I like to do, no pun intended here, is to take a knife and cut off your boy, the Mrs. Basically, let's just say member, if you will, however, after the bullshit that happened last week when Adam Pierce came back that Money in the Bank contract. I'm sorry, he does not deserve it. He does not. He basically cashed it in. He lost it to TLC. Well, apparently... Oh, I want... Well, go ahead, Justin, real quick. I'll tell you what happened in a second, Michelle. Go ahead, Justin. You were going to say something. Sorry, Chad. Yeah, I want to know something else. Where's Rey Mysterio? Where's Buddy Murphy? Where's Aaliyah? 
Where's Don? Yeah, they weren't on again. Where's yeah, the last few weeks they haven't been on. Yeah, they weren't on again tonight. You're right. Uh, Well, prime example of what I said, you're putting this shit on the shelf. That's them, Mysterio, Murphy, et cetera. They're sitting on the shelf waiting for Vince to call them down, and that's bullshit. And what happened with, sorry, real quick, Chad, and I'll let you take over again. Um, what happened was, Michelle, the Miz apparently tried to cash in, and he did cash in a week ago Sunday at TLC. Two weeks ago, I should say. No. Oh, he did, yeah. Yeah, and then what happens this past Monday night? He's sitting there after he loses to the Lucha House Party before the main event. And speaking of the championship, you know, Keith Lee and uh, Drew are going to face each other this week, Howard, supposedly, for that title. And we know Sheamus is going to get involved somehow, some way, after what happened this past Monday. But anyway, somehow he's sitting there dejected, and Pierce comes back up to him and hands him the briefcase. And you're thinking, it's a joke. What happened? And he thinks he's all gag. Pierce says, you had a good point, Miz. You brought up a very good point. Only the person who holds the briefcase is allowed to cash in. Morrison did it for him. First off, they're pissing all over John Morrison like a lackey stooge, pardon the pun. And then you have that little see, that little maggot, meatball, moron, uh, total uh, muppet, if you want to call him. The Cleveland clown, or the Cleveland, uh, let's just say, caca king, Mike the Miz Mazan, Howard, get the briefcase back from Adam Postman Pierce, John Laryngitis 2.0, just because of what happened? Bullshit. Bullshit. I'm sorry. He does not deserve the briefcase. He didn't even deserve it when uh, Tucker basically found a way to screw Otis, who looked like a jackass tonight, teaming up with Daniel Bryan against Shinsuke and your boy Cesaro. And that, I mean, I'm sorry. It's time for Cesaro to go somewhere else. He does not need to team up with that freaking Michael Jackson wannabe, Shinsuke Nakamura no more. Cesaro's going to have a breakout year this year. I'm tired of him teaming up with Nakamura because he's being wasted to his potential. But that's beside the point. But to give Vince back the briefcase... That's crap. I'm sorry. He did not deserve it. He did not deserve to have it back on him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, yeah, this is another reason why WWE shit anymore. Shit. Complete shit. Uh, mm, mm. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, you know, sorry, go ahead, Jen. No, 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 please, please, no, no, go, no, go, go ahead, because I, no, I, I was just going to comment on something, but you go ahead, because this, you go ahead, go ahead. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've been a wrestling fan since I was five years old. I'm 44 now, and it really makes me throw up to say that out loud, but I am. Um, you know, and, and I remember You're 30. Good, huh? Yes. You're 30. Yes. Yes. And I'm yeah. 25. Remember that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. I remember good old days. You know, WCW, w, uh, WWF, WWE, you know, all that. Um. You know, Hogan and 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 Sting and Warrior and all that. And then you compare the shit to today, and it's like, what happened? That's what I. That's what I want to put in front of me as an analysis and trying to figure out what happened in those years that have made it go towards this angle so badly because, you know, they used to, you know, Dusty used to have great battles, Um, Piper, you know, Flair, all of them. And now you look at it today and you're seeing the same shit 
week in and week out. Pay per views too. You know, and then you bring the and then you bring some of my people up that I absolutely adore from NXT and what are you doing? You're making them look like a bitch. Easily. Underrated are from China. You know, one of the best I think ever. You're shitting on him. Yes, between him and Drew, that's going to be a good thing. I give it to you. But guess what? You're not going to let Keith Lee have that belt. You're not going to let uh, Drew let go of that belt no time soon. And that, to me, I think is unfair. Once it gets to a 60-day mark, maybe, then you need to start changing hands. For the love of Christ. And I'm going to tell you, on NXT, uh-huh, yep, I feel the same way. On NXT, there's someone that is super fucking underrated and had the match of the fucking year, and that is Kyle O'Reilly. Yes. That shit was phenomenal between him and Finn Balor. Phenomenal. It's going to be good this Wednesday. It's going to be good this Wednesday, too, with the second time. I, I, I loved it. And, and then you got Karrion Cross. Well, I, call him, I still call him Karrion Cross. But Killer Cross, again, yep. my boy, Damian Priest. That's going to be a really good match. I look forward to that. Hard to choose, but, you know, it's going to be a good match. But I'm telling you, I don't remember who said it. Maybe it was Pete Dunn. I don't know. Somebody said it. That Kyle O'Reilly was the holding form of the Undisputed Era. He's right. He was. Sorry. It's really it's really leaning towards that way. He's right. Because you got um, you got Roddy Strong. They don't. They don't. They shit on him. <clears throat> and then you got Bobby. <clears throat> um, uh, I'm thinking Fish. Of shit. Fish. Thank you. He's out. Adam Cole. He. I, I haven't seen him in a while. So that Kyle O'Reilly, who has been holding up the undisputed era name, per se. Yeah. Rod. Rod Strong. You put him in the match, but you make him fucking make him look like a bitch, and he don't deserve that either, because I think he is underrated too. I mean, there's there's so much that I could say, and I'm sure everybody doesn't want to hear it, but, you know, it, it's just been a really disgusting year in wrestling. I don't watch New Japan anymore. Let's that. Excuse me. That's Sorry about that. Ridiculous. Um, Ring of Honor, I'll tell you what's going on with that. But, you yeah, know, New Japan and, this weekend. Russell Kingdom 15. Ugh. This New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Evil coming up. That's going to be good. I think. I, I really think that might be an actually a decent show for them. <coughs> so, that's just my opinion. Yeah. I've always thought probably was underrated as shit, and now they're finally displaying his real talent. And you put him against Valor, who, another one who is a legend, basically, you might as well say. And they put on a stomp down, kick you in the nuts, freaking match of the year. Uh-huh. Without a doubt. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, you know what? Talking about matches of the year, Chad, real quick. Sorry. I'm going to talk about these were my five matches of the year. And I don't know if anyone else would agree with me to disagree. I will agree with you on one of them. That the O'Reilly uh, uh, Balor match was one. 
Number two, Whoa. I would say Cody versus Brody Lee, the dog collar match, would be my number two. Yeah. I mean, that, that on AEW, I mean, that was like Piper and Valentine all over again. And Valentine was there to watch that that night. And you know Piper had the best seat in the house watching that. If he was there, he would, say, he would be having a smile with Valentine because those two absolutely just beat the bejesus out of each other that night on Dynamite. That was one of my favorite matches of the year on Dynamite. Three, another great match, FTR and the Bucks in November. Yeah. All out. That was another great match. I just watched that for the first time, right? Uh, actually, last Saturday, right after Christmas, for the first time since the pay-per-view a month ago, almost six weeks ago. And I forgot how great that match was. Four, uh, as crazy as it sounds, Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai, however, and your girl Charlotte, however, at, uh, in your house back in June, NXT. That was good. And five, it's hard yeah. to say what my fifth one, but those are four of my five matches of the year. If I'm looking for five, five top five matches of the year, I'm up there with four I, of them already. It would be the Mimosa match between Jericho and Orange Cassidy. I was thinking that too, though. And how about, well, and I'll tell you, that was good to see Orange Cassidy, Darby, and, or Cody and, uh, uh, who was it? Cody, Orange, and uh, who was it the other night? How our team up against uh, in the main event? Uh, one of the Dark Order guys. Yeah, I don't know their name. Uh, let me think here. I'm, I know who it was. I can picture him. Uh, oh, I remember. Preston Vance, number 10. Number 10. Preston Vance. And I'll tell you, the guy I'm really starting to warm up more on, and I'm really, every time I see him, he's always either wired on cocaine or caffeine. I always love his laugh and his, just his crazy, goofy look, as long as John Silver. He is so funny. And if you go back and watch some of those outtakes when they did the uh, Being the Elite skit with the Dark Order and Mr. Brody Lee, Michelle, I swear to God, I almost pissed myself laughing too hard because it was so funny he with the skits they did. He was Brody Lee in a lot of ways. Yeah. But uh, right. those were four of my five matches of the year, I would have to say. Oh, I remember my fifth one was. It's a toss-up. Between AJ and Taker in the Boneyard match, or... Or, it's hard, I'm going to say as much as I hate to say it, and you're going to really be, think you're not, I'm not sour. It was, of course, Boily Karen versus Sasha earlier this year. They had a good match. So one of those two was, but I would go with AJ and Taker as my fifth favorite match of the year. Then the first night of WrestleMania, it was a good match. Yeah, that um, was Okay. I'd say the other one for me, too, would be... Um, Recently was the scene with Randy Orton. That was pretty crazy. And speaking of which, what about, and Justin saw this too, and I'm sure you heard about, what about Alexa Bliss dousing herself with gasoline the other night on Raw? That was just really bizarre and creepy. Yeah. That was like misery. That was like watching misery all over again. Yeah, I don't know. She plays the yeah, part okay. pretty well. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, uh, is that okay? Okay, very good points all around here, guys. Very, very good indeed. Very good indeed. One I wanted to mention here, I was just listening to Michelle talk about, you know, the classic stuff, how, what she grew up looking at, right? And how you compare it to what's out there today. One thing you've got to really, really consider, and really, one, really, also one thing you really, really got to think about here is simply, is simply this: is that all these other wrestling organizations that are out there trying to get the word out, get the name out, 
in uh, every in every sense of the world. I don't know what that sound is. Uh, okay, now okay, we got it. Anyway, um, if you really think about all these other all these wrestling organizations, of course, that are getting they're getting well known. They're getting their props here, and they're providing some of the greatest action here that we haven't seen in a very very long time. They're what they are trying to do is the one thing that WWE has has lost, and that is it is bringing us the action that all all wrestling fans, including us here, all yeah. what we all want and wish to see. What WWE is doing, the closest thing that it has been, is two things, and this is again. This, this is just simply my opinion. People can people can agree, or people can people can agree. People can disagree with this. Is obviously the closest things that WWE has done to try to try to bring back a lot of those glory days. Is number one, the network, obviously, and they try to right. provide a lot of that yeah. action and footage. Second of all, second of all, NXT. And the reason why I say NXT is because, as I heard a, a, a legendary wrestler quote one time, it is a young man's sport. And the young, talented guys who are in great physical shape, who have been training their butts off, who have learned these moves like from some of the best out there, can take the punishment now ten times more than, of course, than the legends have been able to do. Second of all, second of all, I truly believe, and as much as I sometimes try not to put put us within the confines in the middle of all of this, but I will say it in this respect, and one thing, as you all know, that what I have been doing over the last few months is bringing back a lot of those classic moments by stocking up a lot of our groups on Facebook with so many classic events, matches. I mean, Michelle even knows for this, for example, the video vault now is, is has been loaded down. And I continue and I continue to load it down with a lot of grace. I just I probably loaded about 10 or 15 matches and promos alone today on in the video i even if you check out the awa us page i loaded down several events there and the nwa the ovw us page there's a lot of stuff there but but never but nevertheless here never nevertheless here um like I said, that's the wrestling we remember. That's the wrestling we miss. That's the wrestling we love. And all I gotta say is, as far as, as far as, as far as, of course, uh, as far as, uh, <clears throat> as far as, uh, of course, um, classic wrestling stuff is. 
right now, I think the best resource available out there is not the WWE Network. It's it's us. Because mm-hmm. what have we done? What have we done? We at least have the balls to stand up to it and provide a lot of this. Now, granted, a lot of these other people, for example, on YouTube, find all this and post it. And God bless them for doing it. You know what I mean? They're wrestling fans like we are. But we bring it into the highlight. We bring all of it together in one big variety. And everybody, like I said, that's what everybody wants to see. I mean, for example, I, I uploaded a couple of AWA Super Clashes on the AWA US page, like I mentioned here the other day. I haven't found, I don't think I found number three yet, but I think I posted number one and number two. So, so definitely, if you're not members of these groups, you guys, y'all need to check them out and get on there and watch them. And as Michelle posted, said, you know, this is stuff we all grew up on. I mean, we remember the days of Hogan, Piper, Warrior, uh, Andre, Jake the Snake, and Sting, Flair, Luger. People say, who is Luger? But anyway, still, he was still, regardless of what he's done, he's still a great wrestler. Just like what I would say about Benoit. I would say Luger in that same respect. Yes, he did something wrong, but we don't look at that. We look at his wrestling ability. That's what we look at. That's all I pay attention to. Yeah, but anyway, with you, but I'm, uh, you know how I feel about that. <laughs> yes, and I and I and I and I understand. I I understand, of course, wholeheartedly, of course, here about that as well. Now, also here, um, while also here, ladies and gentlemen, we have. Uh, we actually have now, the last few moments here, have had more people have popped in here. Um, let me go ahead and just start doing some rundowns. I'll just, do, I'll just make the introduction short and brief right here. Joining myself, Michelle, JD, and Justin on here as well. And I'll let, and while I, of course, while I talk, Michelle could actually take her whip and actually kind of whip JD for a little bit for me while I take care of some business. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we do have a couple of folks, of course, that have been standing by very, very patiently, of course, here indeed. And we do thank them, of course, here for uh, waiting patiently. I had, uh, one in our talk show chat box here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. He is a he is a 2018 WCW US Hall of Famer, and he has he has of course popped he has of course uh, been on our shows many many times and talked a lot of stuff about wrestling. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, um, he's not on live; he's just on um, the chat box. Um, the rattlesnake Anil Patel. Uh, we do welcome we do welcome him. Yes, hello to everyone. Also, of course, here we do have a couple here standing by here as well. Number one, of course, another member of John Gross's Sports and, and Wrestling, Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. I can never get the name of that blame group right. Um, anyway, I might need to shorten that name for him this year. I don't know, but I have to think about it. Anyway. Uh, also, a multiple-time title holder in our trivia championship series. Uh, 
and also of and also of uh, also of, of, of also of course here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is um, he is a he is also of course a co-holder of two tag team championships alongside John. He is of course now let's bring him on here. He is uh, the king of clubs. Uh, Mint Patel here is with us. Mint, we welcome you, sir. Uh, looking looking good as ever. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, and also. And Happy New Year, indeed. And also, of course, joining us here as well, of course, he is a holder of several of our belts here in WCWS here as well. We're recently coming into the fray here. He is uh, the cowboy. Clinton James Smith is now with us here as well. Uh, Clinton, we welcome you, sir, to both you, both you and Mint to 932 Revolution. You're joining myself. You're joining... Uh, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. You are joining, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Gentlemen, welcome here to the show. Glad to be here. Mid, Happy New Year, buddy. Uh, Clint, Happy New Year to you, too. And Mid, way to go with Georgia today. That was a big win for them, Jay. But, Clint, I got to ask you. I asked Michelle the same question. What did you think of SmackDown tonight, both of you guys, actually? I thought it was terrible. You already know um, my, I my fault. I didn't even watch SmackDown because I already knew it was going to be bad. <laughs> it was bad. Trust me, you didn't miss much. The only thing, the only thing I saw that was really talked about on SmackDown was the whole Roman Reigns and KO segment where KO got thrown off the Thunderdome set. That's yeah, not really yeah. End show, that, yeah. That's not really anything special because there you see Jeff Hardy jump jump off a freaking semi truck to and, and, and off the freaking Titan Tron itself. <coughs> I, I mean, what's so special about, about KO being thrown off the Thunderdome set? It's not even that high. Well, what about Billy K? Okay, now we're going to get into a traffic jam of talking here in just a minute here. Um, MLD, anything, anything you wish to ask uh, Mitt or Clinton? Um, anything on your mind there? Mitt, where the hell have you been, Mitt? Have you been Ooh. hiding on us? Um, <laughs> what? What? Have you been hiding on us? Or is everything okay? Um, in the process of moving. Oh, that's always fun. Yeah, Ted, a jack off okay. over there, JD. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh! I'll let you off. I think I see a tag team forming up here with Michelle and Nick. Oh my God! The, the new M and M and M right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Michelle? And of course, JD is the guy who always scratches his balls on air. Oh, I, I'm always. You don't know that. <laughs> yeah. I, Mitt, Mitt, you got a lady here, man. You know, she don't want to hear that, man. Come on, man. Give me a break. <laughs> but, but JD. <laughs> JD, mm. you know I do it with the utmost love there, dear. I know you do. I know you do. 
Yes, we all have fun here. That's the thing. Is laughter yes. is the best medicine. Yes. 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 Oh, we okay. we, get, uh, <laughs> we get hot on here sometimes on topic wise, but we're still oh, yeah. fans. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, indeed. Oh, I agree with you. I agree. I agree here indeed. I agree here indeed. Uh, one thing that um, that there was, I think, I think Clinton and Justin were kind of witnesses to this last night, as um, um, we did have, we did of course also have a pretty good house last night for New Year's Eve. Um, of course, JD, John, and uh, Fonzie had to leave a little bit early, but Clinton and Justin was with me here. I was making, I said I was about to make an announcement here. And I and I and I did so, of course, about something big that I have that I'm working on here. And it's going to be kind of similar in the format like I've been doing with the with these tournaments for the the new championships. This is also going to be for a title, but I'm doing this in a very unique fashion. And of course, Michelle is definitely going to have a big smile on her face when I tell her that we are combining this idea. With an I with a WCWS tradition that we've had here on the radio network here over the last several years, and that is we are combining this tournament setup with our infamous array of fantasy matchups. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is going to concern that. Uh, I'm still working on some preliminaries here. I'm going to try to put a few of them together here. And the pay-per-view prediction center page more likely may be the source of all this, but I may be also use I may be doing another, maybe using another group as a as a as the host group for this. But I'm going to let you know whenever all this is going. So if it is a, if it is a different page, I will keep everybody informed of that. Um, but hopefully here by the middle of January, at least, I have this all worked out and going. And by the way, guys, speaking of that, I cannot think of a fun thing to do. And, of course, I once again had to give a little kudos to the Black Widow right here for this. But she kind of actually stuck me with a little bit of venom of this, of this idea earlier today. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. But uh, that we each, and if anybody, if everybody is game, and no, JD, I didn't say gay, I said game. <clears throat> uh, I thought he was gay. That we, no, I said game is what I said. No, 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 that might, I'm not, I'm not going to go on that again. Come on, okay. Anyway, I would like to invite folks to start thinking of. Some 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 matchups that we probably will never ever see ever. At hint, like I said, our fantasy matchups here. Uh, just just we'll just say what ifs. You know what I mean. Uh, what if they did get a chance to to face each other? We've, we've highlighted that numerous times here. Um. And anybody that wishes to throw one out, I will present it to everyone else and see what they say. Okay. So whomever wants to start it, 
please go ahead and throw out. Okay, MLD, since you're the one that gave me the idea, we're going to let you. We're going to. I'm going to go ahead and get you. Let you get the ball rolling here. Um, and like I said, as I say, the sky's the limit. Right. You know, so it could be men. Ones that have never done this before means any faction, any year, any performer, dead, alive, uh, you know, favorite, non, if they're favorite, non-favorite, whatever, you can, you know, title the match, you know, cake match, whatever you can make it, you can do whatever you want, just to clarify that. Oh, sure, yes. Um, that seems fair. That seems fair. So, yes. Uh, before I say that, JD, I, JD, there's another match I thought of for match of the year. Guess what? JD, he may have away. Oh Lord, he's okay, probably gone. Well, remind me to tell him because I'll forget. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll do so. Ooh, let's see. Let's start out with in honor of Mr. Brody Lee. We'll pit him against. Hmm. Big man. Um, Dustin Rhodes. That's a pretty even match. Ooh. And stuck. Yep, yep. Mm. Sure do. Yep. Hey, I got hey, 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 I got a better one for Brody Lee. I got well, a much well, better one. Clinton, one at a time, bud. Let, let's go through this one, then you can present yours next. Yeah. I'm going I'm to say, Chad. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just telling everybody, we get everybody a benefit of the doubt here to vote on this. Then after we get done, everybody has their turn. Everybody can do who wants to go next can pick. But go ahead. I'm sorry, please. Go ahead. I'm going to honestly say, because I really shouldn't have made that match, <laughs> that really is a hard one. I'm going to say it would have to be a draw because they're both very good, and I think it would be – I think that would have been a between them. No, there you go. Yeah. Let's see if we got JD back. JD, are you back with us? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm just listening to Michelle's back. JD, 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 real quick. I thought of another match of the year. Hi. Cody versus Dustin. Yeah. Yeah, the all yeah. the back in back in Vegas. I've got the, the blood. Yeah, that was a very good match. Yes, that's another good one to mention. Yes, no doubt about it. Yep. Yeah. Good one. Okay, okay. Uh, JD, I asked about this match that Michelle's made here first. Uh, Brody Lee versus Dustin Rhodes. And I would have to agree with Michelle. I mean, definitely, it's a draw. It's it's tough to call because this one is too good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Mitt, your thoughts here about this? Uh, about who would win this match? Cool. Yeah, this would be ended up in in a no contest. Justin, your thoughts here, Brody Lee Justin Runs. I say it's raw. Okay. 
Clinton, your thoughts about this match? Brody. I'm going to say too close to call here, too. But, but hey, hey, like I said, we, we all, this is our own personal opinions. So, hey, I think Clinton well, stepped. Well, you know, guess, one. Yes, yes. Can I? Can I No, no, go ahead. I'll, I'll <laughs> oh. say one more. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Clinton, go ahead. But name your match, man. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say. So Brody versus Dustin, and the reason why I went Brody is because you go back and you watch his match at at Worlds Collide Two, is Dominic Dijakovic, and he absolutely whooped the shit out of Dominic Dijakovic, and that boy is twice his size. Okay, but also Dustin has been around for a long time, so you can't really disclude him on his matches. He puts on some good ones too. Yeah, especially against Cody. I'm not even gonna lie there. They beat the crap out of each other. That one would be kinda But anyway. Yes. Oh, I agree with you. But uh Clinton, you have a match in mind, sir? Uh, well, like, what, kind of like, what, what exactly are we talking about? I know you guys were talking about this whole thing with Brody versus, Brody versus Dusty, but like, you know, like, are, no, are, we're, are we just, we're just, we're not fantasy matchups, but it could be anybody, it could be anybody you wish, I mean, all right. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with my number one show stealer for from 2020. I'm gonna say Walter. And <laughs> let's see, Walter. Ooh, this one's gonna, this one's gotta be somebody that can make it count. Like, can it be anybody from any promotion or, or like? Anybody, yeah. Sky's the limit, right? whoever you wish. I'm sorry. All right. That's right. All right. Walter versus Minoru Suzuki. Ooh. And Clinton, since you made the match, you get to choose first. <laughs> In that match, I'm going to call the draw. Okay. Huh. All right. Okay, uh, Michelle, I'll ask you this. I'll ask you next. Walter versus Minoru uh, Suzuki. I have to go New Japan. Suzuki on that. Minoru Suzuki. Okay, JD, your thoughts about it? Walter versus Minoru Suzuki. Walter. Uh, Mitt. Walter. <coughs> Justin. Walter. Okay. I got to say Walter as well. I mean, I mean, he's been very dominant, of course, holding that United Kingdom belt. So it's going to be a, yeah. it's going to be a challenge. I think Pete Dunne uh, is better than Walter me, though. Sure. Yeah. There, there you go. 
Uh, let's see. Um, let me see. Let's see who can we go next. Uh, JD. I'll go last. No, I'll go last. Okay. Well, okay. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that honor for me, but I'm, okay. Okay. All right, then let me do this. Uh, Justin, fantasy matchup, but anybody you wish. Any type of match you wish, sky's the limit, bud. Can be women too. It doesn't have to be men. Yes. Like you could put a female wrestler versus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> How about uh, let's see? Are you serious right now? I wish I hadn't have saw that just now. Uh, hey, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think, uh, <clears throat> Nia Jax versus Nyla Rose. Oh, crap. Oh, God. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Whoa. All right, Justin, you made the match. Justin, are you trying to? Who do you? Who do you now, are you trying to break the ring? <laughs> no, he's, he's, trying to keep me, he's trying to get me to go to use the garbage can and literally upchuck my dinner. Literally. <laughs> Justin, you made the match. You choose first. Uh, Nia Jax. Okay. Michelle, Nia Jax versus Nyla Rose. Um, I don't care for either, but I'll say Nia Jax. Okay. Uh, JD. No one. I'm not going to even pick this one. <laughs> about to puke. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, um, uh, Mitt. Nia Jax versus Nyla Rose. <laughs> if I had to choose, I'm going with Nyla. Okay. And you need one of those on you at nighttime. <laughs> <Ooh>. Clinton, <laughs> Nia Jax versus Nyla Rose. No contest. I got to say the same thing. I'll say the same thing. Okay, let me see here. Uh, let's go. Let's let's see. See, Michelle's done one. Clinton's done one. Justin's done one. Okay, Mitt, you're 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 up next. Okay, y'all going to enjoy this one. Huh? I said, make it good, Mitt. Make it good. Oh, it's good. Let's do a Fatal 4-Way Tag Team TLC match. All right. Now we're talking. I like this. Let's have... I love this. Let's have the Dudleys, the War Raiders. No, not the Viking Raiders. The War Raiders. 
the Norse, and the Young Bucks. <gasps> oh wait, what what, what what was the one before the Young Bucks? <laughs> I think you said the North. I said the Dudleys. Yes, the North. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. Okay, gotcha. Okay, Mint, you made the match. Who pulls it off? Your opinion. Mm, I would go with the Dudleys on this. Okay. Michelle. I have to stick with them because my favorite tag team is in this and until this day, the Young Bucks. Okay. JD. I'm going to say Devon and Bubba Ray in a close one. Okay. By the way, JD, I have posted some stuff in the ECW US page. You might want to check that out here a little bit. All right. Later I will on. Check Thank you. Um, Clinton. Oh. And Clinton is pondering. He is me. Okay, okay, what? Uh, Mitt, uh, Mitt came up with a Fatal 4-Way TLC tag team match. Um, oh, good Lord. Let me see. We, we, said, we said, I think he said, okay, the Dudleys, the North, the Young Bucks, and who else was it, Mitt? The War Raiders. The War Raiders. I'm sorry to say this, and a lot of people may disagree with me, but I'm going to go on the side of teams that have already beaten two-thirds of the teams in this match. I'm going to say Young Bucks. <laughs> Damn right. You tell them. Sorry. There you go. Uh, Justin, who do you think will pull off the win here? Young Bucks. Woohoo. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> I got to I got to save them too. They've been on a roll ever since they won the AEW tag belts. They've been on a roll. Damn right. That's my boy. Now I guess it's, now I guess it's my turn because JD wants to go last. He wants to be the caboose. Uh oh gosh. <laughs> anyway, right, JD. Uh, 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 let's see. It was I think no. I'm I'm sorry. It was Clinton that brought up this man here earlier. And I got to thinking, I think this is another thing that Michelle likes. Old school versus new school. Yes, I love it. Okay. Well, Clinton brought up one good one that I, one man that I thought I wanted to use in this. And for some reason, it just popped in my head the minute he made his match. But we're going to bring Walter back out. I think Walter's not completely winning yet. I think he's still got some strength left. Walter versus, and y'all gonna love this, Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog. Oh, yeah. And I am going to say, and this is gonna be a very tough call. This is gonna be a very close one indeed. 
and with all respect to it, to all to all the new generation fans, I'm saying Davy Boy Smith all the way. May he rest in peace and finally go into going into the Hall of Fame. It was supposed to have been 2020, but 2021. Thank God he's finally going to go in there. Thank God he's finally going in there. That's one part of the puzzle. So, Michelle, your thoughts here, Walter versus the British Bulldog. I am with you 1,000 million billion percent, David Boy Smith. Okay, J.D. Walter. J.D., you're fired. Oh. <laughs> um, Clinton. Oof. Oh, man. <laughs> you got me stuck on this one, dude. Like, I don't even know who to pick. Like, on one you side, on one on one side you got David Boy Smith, who's like a straight up brawler and straight up <laughs> professional wrestler, and then on the other side, Walter, who's just a straight up destroyer, will just destroy anybody that gets in his way, basically. But you know what? I, I have to say, I'm going Walter. Okay, Mitt. David Boy Smith. Good. Justin. Go Mitt. Go Mitt. Go Mitt. I'm going to go with David Boy Smith. Bulldog. Oh, Justin. And like I said, guys, thank God he's going finally going in the Hall of Fame. As to who's going to induct him, that, that's another story. Y'all let JD go last. Scares me. <laughs> he may be, he may be, he may be cooking up something. I don't know. But, yeah, but all I gotta say is that. Well, JD, hold on. Before you say anything, before, before you do that, let me mention this one quick thing. You're gonna have your turn, okay? I promise you. I'm not taking it away from you. A potential. I've not heard anything official, of course. They're even kind of toying around of whether or not they're going to actually make this a virtual induction ceremony now, from what I've been reading about this. But, and also they don't know if they're going to add anybody else to this class, which I don't think they should. But you never know with WWE. As to who should induct him, I've got two possible, well, three possibilities. Three possibilities. Number one, and you all said earlier, he may not be on good terms with the higher ups, but Bret Hart, number one. Number two, his widow, Diana. Yeah. Number three, yeah. number three, Baby Boy Jr. He's not. Wrestling anywhere right now that has not heard about where he's going to go. And during this time frame, why he's deciding this, since he knows, I'm sure now that his father is going to go into the Hall of Fame, this would be an opportunity for him to, you know, even be on WWE, being under a WWE umbrella for even for a short period of time. But that's just my personal opinion. But I'll leave it at that. 
Okay. Not only, of course, as I'm sure Michelle would agree with me on this, everybody here should. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If only they could just get Owen Hart in there and Brian Pillman, then you know what? I would. We all would be happy. But yeah, Pillman definitely. You know how that going? I would. I would agree with Pillman. Well, Owen does too. What? I mean, and no, Owen does too. I didn't. I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't hear what you said. Sorry, I didn't hear you say Owen. I didn't hear you say Owen. Sorry. I said Owen. I said Owen and Pillman. They do that. Yeah, the entire Hart Foundation is in there. Period. Yep. I mean, they put him in there as the tandem. They finally put Neidhart in a couple years ago when Bret Hart got attacked by that former yep, UFC guy. Yeah, which was sick. Yeah, yeah, which was sick. I'm sorry, JD. I apologize, but yeah, I, I did say that. Yeah, but now if they can just get now they're gonna put the Bulldog in this year. If they can put Owen in, you know, we would all be happy. And they can put Pillman in, that would be happy. But. Who's to say if that will ever happen? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, JD? Yeah, good point. And while MLD, of course, is, is like, uh, MLD shared my sentiment for all kinds of scared to see what the Iceman has cooked up here. So, well, before I get to my pick, here's what they said, however, about my pick earlier. Before, well, actually, before I was making my pick, this is what they said. Okay. Griffin Christmas. Standards as. Oh God! Not that one. Who could forget? I brought these gifts for you. They're up in my bum. And everyone's favorite. It is what Biggie sounds like when he's in the shower. Christmas is over. <laughs> That's what they oh say. my god! Okay, all right, you made your point, JD. By the way, oh, guys, in the movie channel, Christmas National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Robin Hood Men in Tights on the movie channel page. If you want to pull them up and watch oh, them, put them up for today. Yeah, JD, uh, JD go ahead. Do you, do you okay, sound like uh, a in, in the shower? No, this is, this is what I say after. <laughs> okay, go ahead, JD. Okay, let's let, let's let JD do his thing. Go ahead, JD. That's what he said. All right. Uh, hmm. <laughs> okay. I am going an eight-person affair here. Uh oh, oh boy! The Undisputed yeah. Era versus Ooh. the Four Horsemen. Holy crap! Ooh. All right, Jason. Now, now which I want to say, which? however, I like both, but but remember. The horsemen know how to party and know how to celebrate. I'm going to go with the horsemen. Which version of the horsemen, J.D.? There were several. We're talking Arn, Rick, Tully. Arn, Rick, Tully. And we're going to go with Oli. You are going old school. Oh, crap. 
Michelle, the Undisputed Era versus the original Four Horsemen. I think I need to put my wow. foot up JD's ass sideways. Um, oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you can't go wrong. You have to say the horse. I mean, you can't. You, you just have to. Right. Okay. Uh, Clinton. <sighs> Well, as somebody said earlier to me, or, or to somebody else out here, JD, you're fired. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Queen. Anyhow. Absolutely not. Anyhow. Oof. Four horsemen in the end of speed there. Wow. I definitely did not see that coming. That I think that's why he went last, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. The undisputed era might be undisputed every week, but the four horsemen's got good old space mountain, and you can't go wrong with that. Yep, so I'm going four horsemen, okay, mint. Go to sleep. Uh, Mitt, are you still with us? Uh, I think it's he may be. Out. Well, I still have a picture of him. He may be. Okay. We'll come back to him just a minute. Justin? I'm going to go with uh, Undisputed Era. And we do have oh. an update on the Sugar Bowl to let you guys know. It is now 49-21, Ohio State. Trevor Lawrence, 19-26, 256, and one touchdown. Justin Fields, what a night he has had tonight, folks. 22 of 26, 385 passing, six touchdowns, and one pick. So it could be Alabama and Ohio State a week from Monday in Miami. Okay. And of course, JD leads in the toilet bowl to the nothing. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, okay. That's that's just terrible. Okay. Uh, yeah. This is something I was kind of sitting here thinking about here. Great matches here, guys, by the way. But as I was sitting here thinking about something, while I have MLD on the air, I want her to really listen to this. Very, 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 very careful. Uh, this is something that I was thinking about possibly posting on one of the pages. But I'm going to do this, is, and this is just part of my big thing that I was talking about doing. Another thing I was talking about doing here for, uh, for, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, I did say in, my, in a post that I made here, of course, as we got was getting through 2020 about how tough a year it's been and all that, and how I've said that everyone, of course, in um, everyone here, of course, involved with WCWS has been helping to keep it going here. Of course, 
of times and all that. Uh, Michelle did was one of those people that did see this and then maybe it may have heard me mention it. Um, maybe not here on the show, but probably through social media and all that. Uh, about starting up uh, um, what I like to personally call um, a small uh, contract negotiation. I'm sure, Michelle, you probably remember me, me making something about this sometime. I don't know. It might have been early in December or something. I'm not sure when I said anything about it last. And MLD, the reason why I asked you to stick here is because the very first person that I will I will go over here because I need witnesses. That's one reason why I'm doing it. The first person that I'm going to bring this up to is you. And the way I'm presenting this, Michelle, is pretty much pure and simple. Uh, <clears throat> heard this, heard this uh, date and time. Friday, January 1st, 2021, 11.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, uh, Chad Hinshaw, founder of WCWUS, do hereby, of course, negotiate uh, a continuing uh, service contract for, of course, uh, for all for all, of course, uh, activities in WCWS, I hereby, of course, present this to Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, of course, both of in her in her role as WCWS's chief brand officer. She she knows that that's she has, that's her official title here, but she's part of my. Big time staff, you, Michelle. You know this to be true because you and one of the women are, and we all know who that is. We won't mention the names. Uh, also, of course, as a member of 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 course, um, and and maybe not a, a member of not all of the uh, groups here in WCWS, but of course, of a good portion of them. And of course, hopefully, be able to be a part of every single one once we get get them all fully established. And also, of course, as a hostess in the WCWS radio network, of course, more specifically, WCWS Women's Revolution Radio, as well as, of course, WCWS is uh, another new show coming out very soon called uh, WCWS Inside. I believe it's what did I call it inside wrestling, inside pro wrestling. I think it's what I call it. I'll have to go back and look at it. Uh, and of course, as a, <clears throat> and of course, also has also authority in the event that if I, and of course, our COO is not available to make any, of course, big time decisions concerning, concerning the US, you, of course, are second in line, of course, to step up to the plate and make any decisions and all whatsoever 
and of course also present those to myself as well as like I said uh, <clears throat> so as I just everything as I've laid out here Ms. Uh, Michelle making this making this official here as um, as everything I have laid out here of course Michelle do you on this date agree to those to those terms and continuing your service with WCWS? Yes, I do. It is so noted, of course, on this date here. As so, so gentlemen, keep this in mind. Uh, and you heard it here first that that there is someone that, that I, like I said, Michelle is. And Michelle knows who the other person is. We will, as I said, Michelle and I both agree. You will not mention that name, but we know who it is. Michelle, that's agreed upon too. Okay. Um, about who is, of course, part of my staff, executive staff here. That in the event that if I'm not able to be on or around to make any sort of decisions concerning it, if anything is presented, if I'm not available, then you do so have the authority to step in and make the make a decision in my absence if if it's so if it's called upon for any particular reason. Do you accept those terms? I do. Okay, thank you. So <clears throat> Ms. Dodds, officially your contract has been set up and of course um, any, anything that I have laid out, of course, uh, um, any objections to everything, anything that I have laid out? No. Okay. No, sir. Sorry. So noted here, of course, as I officially, of course, have accepted, of course, of course, and the agreement that all made for by Ms. Michelle Lynn Dodds on this day, January 1st, 2021. Signed officially this date, January 1st, 2021, Chad Henshaw, founder, WCW US. And Michelle, you're going to be witnessing this because next week, the next person that is going to get it, I'm going to do it. And if you're able to be around next Friday, I might want you to be a witness to this. The next person that's going to have a negotiation is JD. <clears throat> JD, I want, I want you to be prepared, okay? So, and he looks like he may have probably stepped away, so he'll probably be back here in a moment. And also, of course, here, um, um, and Michelle, a personal opinion here. I would like to have, as, as, as of course, being, of course, uh, being a big part of it, being, of course, uh, one of my, one of my uh, uh, um, members of my senior, members of my senior staff here, I would like to have a personal opinion from you, you my dear, about uh, when I should officially start announcing inductee for the 2021 WCWS Hall of Fame? Oh, uh, do we have prospects for that? I may, and I'm thinking right now. 
but um, about when I should start making officially making an announcement as to possibly how many. Well, let's 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 go. Let's say it this way, Michelle. But let's, let me ask it in this perspective: How many do you think we need to put up to induct? Not to try to rule anybody out, but just a ballpark figure. I can think of one that's on this on this phone call right now. One off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, and you can tell me on Facebook later. Right now, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that on offline. I'll uh, I'll say it out loud. I mean, why why one person that I do pick on this phone call, <laughs> and it doesn't hurt anybody else's feelings. It's Mitt. That's who I choose. Okay, let me, let's see if, uh, okay, he has, well, he, he has officially left us for the night, so, so it's okay, so, okay, um, so that is for your first consideration. I have another one, yes, but I'm on the fence for it, and I'll explain to you that later as why. Okay. Okay. Whenever you wish. I mean, that's that's your call to make. Um, but uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, um, I'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more off, off here as well. But uh, I just wanted to just try to get to start to start fixing up a few little things here and there. Would we'll make sure that, of course, that the group that the shows and the Groups, of course, stay, of course, running smoothly and everything like that. But like I said, our, my main focus is not to is not to name put anything out, leave anybody out of the mix. No, that's not my thing. Right. Uh, right. So, but that's why I wanted to. But you, but you have you have one. That is, you do have one for consideration. You have, and you have made that, and I will make a notation of that as well and anybody else of course especially that you've heard through the shows here and all um i'll let you i'll you can let me know something later but i was saying about starting right close to because i wanted to do it even before or maybe around the time wwe does theirs maybe if that kind okay. of is kind of wall or not but i mean I just want to do it too soon. It, 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 uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, um, let me see here. Oh, Michelle, we've been meaning to ask about. Um, I know that I asked this every so often. I know this happened several months ago. But we always like to ask this as a as a common courtesy here in WWS. About how 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 has your mom in terms of Well, she's doing good. Um, she goes back Monday for a follow up, but then did you hear that right before Christmas I had to take my dad in? <laughs> Yeah, I believe you. You did mention yes, please. Uh, we you did mention something about that. Yes. Uh, um, 
what any uh, what is his progress? If I may ask, please. Um, he had his gallbladder taken out. It's pretty much all gangrene, which you know he's lucky to be alive. Um, he's doing really good. He's he's pretty much healed up, and he's doing really good. Okay, well, our our prayers indeed. I mean, I know that both of your parents have been through quite a bit. <coughs> so, uh, yeah, it's um, been a year. Yeah, but uh, yes, but but glad glad to, glad to hear that two two tremendous folks that raised a tremendous young lady like yourself are still here. So we do thank the good Lord for that. Thank you. You you are absolutely <clears throat> absolutely there indeed and. Uh, and of course, like I said, as, I, as we said, as a special gift we sent, I sent to Mama Dodds. I meant to tell you this, by the way. Uh, and I probably, I, mean, I don't know if she saw it on her page or not on Facebook. I don't know how she's been on it lately. Um, but if she, in this case, if she hasn't seen it, you can let her know. I was fortunate enough the other week to find someone had actually had just posted this on YouTube. The actual original WWF theme of Ravishing Rick Rude. Nah. Not the WCW. <laughs> the WWF one. Yes. So if she um, so if she does happen to notice that this saying that is just uh, that is just a uh, that was just a little just a little extra special treat because I know as you have said, mentioned to us many, many times, she is a tremendous. She is a. I'm sure to this day, will always be a tremendous fan. So yeah. So, uh, but uh, and of course, it does pay to be rude. Yes. Uh, let's see if we have JD back on. JD, are you back with us? And he may have probably have left us here, but uh, we were hoping to hear from him as far as, of course, what's going to go on Monday on Raw Radio, but he may not. He may have probably. I still have him here, but I mean, I'm not sure if he's still here or not. Uh, but anyway, um, let me see one th other thing I wanted to. Uh, one other thing, of course, I was I'm kind of hoping to mention. Um. Michelle, have you followed anything concerning Major League Wrestling, that promotion? Major League? It's called Major MLW, Major League Wrestling. Uh, vaguely. Uh, you know, I, I really haven't had a chance to really look, look at it, but a little bit. We have posted a few things concerning MLW on the, in the video vault. So just to give you an idea about what some of the matches are about, you can go back and check that out. Because actually that was the last time that we saw Davey Boy Smith Jr. actually wrestle. But he was wrestling in what they call the Awful Cup tournament, which was actually won here just recently by Filthy Tom Lawler. Um, but... Uh, but Davy Boy Smith was eliminated right. I think it was like a semifinal match. I think of that tournament. 
and that was the last time he had wrestled anywhere up until and, and they said of course once he left there they don't know where else he's going to go to next so uh, i'm not sure about what the full details about that is that's why i say you know, that's why i say you know if he's not going to if he's not set up anywhere by the time that WWE does their Hall of Fame ceremony, that he could be one of those that could induct that could induct his father into the uh, into the uh, uh, <clears throat> But, um, but, um, but yeah, definitely. I've been reading a whole lot of stuff about some of their stuff here. Um, um, but definitely, that'd be a promotion to definitely maybe we might need to also look at here as well sometime down the road. And that is, as I said, Major League Wrestling. Uh, I have been reading a lot, a little bit about the upcoming pay per view for Impact. And, I actually noticed that uh, they added uh, a knockouts title match between uh, Diana Perrazzo and uh, Taya Valkyrie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the what was it? It's hard to kill. I think is is the name of that event supposed to be coming up. They said the fifteenth so. or sixteenth. Yeah, it's hard to kill. Yeah. I'm also considering as well, considering doing pr prediction title challenges for impact pay-per-views as well. Um, once I get some uh, more input about it, I may start with this one. I'm not sure yet because I would need to, I would need to try to know the schedule for the impact pay-per-views just like with WWE and AEW. I may consider doing impacts as well. But, um, but I would have to really, of course, think about that and 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 consider that as well. Uh, JD, are you back with us? Uh huh. Oh, there. Well, where you been? Uh, we have. We, 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 yeah, we haven't said much. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Where are you going? Okay. Um. Um. Before before we leave, everyone leaves out here. MLD, just stick around for just a sec. JD, would you care to, to let us know about what we'll be talking about on the first Raw Radio of 2021? We will talk about the NFL postseason. Who is going where and who will be staying home? What coaches will be asked? A breakdown, however, of the uh, very first Raw rating, however, of the year. However, we will also talk about the. Uh, old school edition, what it will bring, and what, of course, also, like I said, we'll talk about the national. Who will be, uh, like I said, like the SmackDown from tonight. However, a little bit maybe a preview of Raw. However, and also like I said, how our, our range predictions. Plus, we'll give you our NFL playoff predictions as well early on. And yes, folks, we will also talk about some of our favorite Royal Rumble moments, however, if you will, and also the Raw rating predictions, how and what our early thoughts are for the national championship game between Alabama and whoever takes on Alabama. And we can tell you now, we're going to look very quickly here, give you an update on that just a second here. As right now, that game should just about near an end, however. And right now, it is 49-28 with nine and a half minutes to go. 
right now. So Ohio State up 21 right now. And I do got a very good funny finish. Ah, excuse me, funny way to close out the show tonight, however, and then I'm going to take off. Hope you don't take anything off while you're on the air there, Jamie. We don't want to see that. <laughs> uh, the Black Widow, Michelle God, has also left us for the evening as well. Uh, we do thank her, of course, for coming on here tonight. There is indeed. Um, and also, like we said, don't forget here, don't forget here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, oh. the pay-per-view prediction center page. Uh, hold on. Hold that thought for one second. Uh, we do, of course, like I said, have some st- have, have a couple of matches, of course, lined up here. Uh, Clinton, I, as I mentioned here to you last night on Wolfpack, you are going to have your rematch against Jordan Selfless for the OVWS World Heavyweight Championship in a pole match starting will be posted tonight or tomorrow with the results announced next Friday night. And, Justin, we are also going to do the rematch for the WCWS Crippler Championship in a poll match. It would be, once again, be between uh, John defending the belt against you. That will be posted on at the same time. So uh, keep so so keep that in mind. We'll announce the winner of that here coming up here, of course, uh, next Friday. And one, one other one that I was just um, – one other one here that I was just actually um, uh, reading here, uh, looking over my uh, looking over looking over my uh, over my notes right here. Uh, let's see here. Um, let me see here. Da, 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 da. No, 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 no. Um, there, and like I said, I'm going to be reading over this because i got to do some double-checking. There may be a third one added, but right now I'm not sure as of yet what that one will be. So just keep that in mind here as well. We'll talk about we'll talk, we'll talk about them, of course, next week's edition, which will be, I believe, 9.35. So that will be, like I said, uh, 65 episodes away from hitting 1,000. Uh, before, of course, uh, I see JD already talked about uh, Raw Radio. We thank you very much about that, JD. Clinton, anything else you wish to add to it before we leave leave the air for the night? Yeah, actually, uh, something I didn't even notice from Wednesday night on the on the AEW. Actually, apparently, after AEW went off the air, Brody Lee has Brody Lee Jr. had his first AEW TNT title defense against NXT's Adam Cole. Oh, I mentioned that on the news earlier, too. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think Britt Baker posted it on Twitter, uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, yes, I did. I did. I did read that. I thought, so. I, thought that was, I thought that was cool. Adam Cole took the pinfall for that one. Yeah, there, there you go. Um, and I think something else I think involving Ricky, Ricky Starks or something like that, I think it was another one, I think. I read about that too. I said it was in the same story, but uh, um, uh, but by the by the by the way here, um, I have posted a lot of videos pertaining to Wednesday night show on the AEWS page. If y'all want to go back and take a look at, them. including what Tony Khan did, uh, <clears throat> that's very classic. I like what they're calling him Negative One. I love yes. that. <laughs> a negative one. I kind of like that. Yes, indeed. 
now, Justin, I think you probably wanted to add something to the Korean birthdays that I did provide earlier tonight. If you wish to go ahead and bring those to our attention, please, uh, please, please go ahead, sir. Okay, today is a happy, let's see. Today is a happy 74th birthday to WWE Hall of Famer and Mexican wrestler Manuel Soto. Today is a happy 41st birthday to former child actress um, Lexi on second. To child actress Lexi Randall. Today is... Um, and um, 20 years ago today, um, the first episode of Monday Night Raw kicked off. Of 2001 was when Stone uh, was when Real and Regal beat Stone Cold, but um, Stephanie McMahon was a rest, res, um, referee, and um, Stephanie cost Stone Cold the, um, the match. Um, him giving Stone Cold, giving her, her a fast count on Stone Cold, and Regal won the match. Stephanie screwed Stone Cold. And, um, let's see. And that's it. Okay. Thank you, thank you very much, sir. Justin. On that note here, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone here for joining us here tonight for episode 932 of WCWS Revolution. I 100% definitely want to thank, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, the Blackwood on the show, Lynn Dots, as well as, of course, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, the Cowboy, Clinton James Smith, uh, the Rattlesnake, and Neil Patel joining us from, of course, the Talk Shoe chat box tonight, as well as, of course, the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel. Uh, coming in here as well. We had a good crowd here tonight. I think it was a real great show for the very first one of 2021. And we hope to, of course, hopefully have shows kind of like that, hopefully coming up here, um, here, of course, here uh, dur during the year. You know, when things start getting back to a little bit of normal. As we said, of course, don't forget tomorrow's episode of Power Hour, 141-364-POUND at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Um, of course, we'll talk about what happened this week in the radio network, plus also bring you tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays and some wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. Be sure to listen in on that, of course, tomorrow at 6 o'clock right here in the radio network on talkshoe.com. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and point out here on the NASCAR US High Octane History page, we have posted more classic races. Been doing that here the last several days. Be sure to check that out. Also, the Sports Roundup page here, shortly before coming on the air, I have posted two more YouTube playlists of classic NBA games. One of them all from the 1990s, and the other one from various times, not just one set decade, but like different times. Like, I think. The, the various ones here, the very first game in that was a game, I think it was from like like 1969 or 1970 or something like that. I'm not sure. But it was an old, it was a very old game. So so check that, so check that out on the Sports Roundup page here as well. 
Also, check out Entertainment Cavalcade. We posted a, a few more great things on it. Also, our tribute groups to Don Rickles and Johnny Carson, as well as, of course, Motor Week Retro Review, Cars of the Past, as well as Power Rangers Protecting the Power. Uh, <clears throat> also, of course, Game Show Alley. We posted a lot more game show-related material there as well. Check out the Video Vault with a whole bunch of great uh, wrestling promos and matches. Also, of course, all our other uh, groups are just recently including AWA US, ECW US, ROH US, uh, NWA US, OVW US, and so many more uh, great talent, uh, great, uh, great matches here. Also, definitely check out uh, Location of Animation, some classic cartoons. WWS Movie Channel, where I did say earlier today, I did post a few more movies, including Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yes. And also, and also, this movie was out, was on YouTube during the Christmas season, but this was a movie that was not available for free up until today. And that was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So I have posted that on there. If anybody still wants to watch it, it is still funny regardless of whatever time of year. It is still a funny movie. Also, I've posted several others, including I, Frankenstein. Also, uh, JD's going to love this one. JD, I posted two classics for you. One of them, the 1968 version of the movie The Thomas Crown Affair. Posted that. And from 1963, Steve McQueen and the Great Escape is on there. Uh, also, of course, I posted um, Kurt Russell's version, or I'm sorry, I think it's Jeff Bridges. I'm sorry. Jeff Bridges' version of the movie The Alamo is posted on there. Also, uh, Valley Girl, I think is the Nicolas Cage, I think is posted on there. Um, let me see. Let me see. Uh, Black Knight with Martin Lawrence. Justin, I'm sure you remember that movie. That's posted on there. Yeah, I remember it. Uh, and, I've got, and I've got several more on there for y'all, everyone here to check out. So be sure to check out the movie channel page here today. Also, Women of WCWS, a lot of great, uh, great classic and current women's wrestling. Everything from WWE, AEW, Impact. Ring of Honor, the Independence, check it all out here. It's all right there. Be sure to look and see what they've got on hand. <clears throat> the Revolution episode 932, of course, a is, of course, a broadcast of the WCW US radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Of course, where we are, of course, five years older, continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take, as we said last night, it is is it be a it would be our continuing honor and privilege to bring you the best in wrestling discussion as well as discussion and and all other and all and all of our other interests of course here of course on our programs here and we are proud to do it and we will continue that proud tradition here in 2021 where we hope where we of course will definitely get the rest of our shows up and going. And, of course, bring you some big-time talking here, of course, from across the spectrum here. Uh, so be sure to, of course, listen in on everything that we've got going on here this year. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed at all. But, of course, also remember, of course, everything going on here as a result of the pandemic. Keep your hands clean. Keep yourself clean. And, of course, definitely do a whole lot of praying here. Uh, 
And of course, since 2015, ladies and gentlemen, you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCW US Radio Network. And I do believe the Iceman does have a small treat for us to end the first revolution of 2021. So, J.D., let's see what you got on tap.
Take care and God bless you, folks. This is the WWUS Radio Network. And you are supposed.